Blog Talk Radio. Intelligent, controversial, groundbreaking. The great liberators are coming. Hosts Amiri Brown and Kenya White take on all topics intrinsic to the black experience. No topic is too cold or too hot. Now, here are the great liberators, Amiri Brown and Kenya White.
entrepreneur, from curing cancer to curing glaucoma, creating beauty products to creating software, improving ironing boards to improving education. She's excellent, personified, but more than that, yes, but more than that, black woman is mother of all. But more than that, honor her. Hey, how's everyone doing out there? This is your host, Amiri Brown, host of the Great Liberators Radio Show, coming live uh, at you tonight. It is Wednesday night. The time is 8.05. Um, we have a very special treat, um, you know, for, for, for the listeners tonight. We're, ha- we're having um, the uh, great scholar, Dr. Randy Short on. Um, he's going to go into some, you know, some things concerning the African American community and education and the things that's going on with the, you know, with the different HBCU colleges. And one thing you must know, understand, understand about Dr. Randy Short is that he is a wealth <clears throat> of information. He is a wealth of information, and he is highly knowledgeable on a wide range of of topics and this will actually be the second time that we have the good doctor on and and boy I tell you that that I can't wait. Um hold on, let me get a couple of I got I got my brother Eric on um on the line I'm bringing him in. Hey bro Eric, how you doing brother? I'm good, I'm good. Okay, yeah, we we just waiting for Remy to call in and then and then um Dr. Randy Short he'll be calling in momentarily and we'll get this show on the road. Um, so let me let me ask you this, brother. While I have you on the line, what's um, what's some of the things that's just on your thoughts, that's just been on your radar, uh, concerning the things with the, you know, with the black community, race relations, and and things that's been going on, um, you know, in the news and stuff like that. What's on your mind? Well, one thing I noticed with in regards to us as race people in regards to relationships, I find that mm-hmm. it varies day to day. You know. Some days it gets ratchet, and some days it gets calm. But nonetheless, mm. we are very consistent as race people when it comes to us and our relationships with one another. There's right. going to be those days where, you know, we're going to attack each other on an ultimate high. Either males attack the females, or the women attack the males. So, you know, Mary, we're very consistent right. in regards to our fight to not really come to court and Unified in in regards to man, black man and woman and child, which equals the black child, you know, in our plight to right. really survive in the twenty first century. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I, um, you know, I, that's not, you're right. Like that's something that is just the ebbs and flow of, um, of black life and black male and female relationships. Now, let me ask you this because you know the other day, um, Cynthia and I, Cynthia G. We were on um, O'Shea's O'Shea's panel, and we were discussing um, the incident with that sister who was pregnant. And she was being accosted by um, by this 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 white male, this white supremacist male, and uh, this black brother, this other brother intervened and protected her, or whatever the, or whatever the case is. What was your overall uh, feelings about that situation? Because the, the the tone of the of the conversation that we were having on O'Shea's panel was, um, are black men should black men protect black women that don't belong to them? So so what say you? What what's what's your thoughts on that? You know, um, I mean, when I think on that same 
vlog show that O'Shea had, and I watched mm-hmm. it, the thing, few things came to mind was disgust, because as mm. men, I mean, it's like this. Unnatured men would not allow there wouldn't be harm, especially if they're pregnant for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know? right. Another race besides our own. Now, mind mm. you, the way how they went about it, they tried to intellectualize, given their so-called logic and excuse why they should not intervene. His right. um, special guest. I think O'Shea has a different perspective. He said he would still defend her because she is black, nonetheless. And right. the problem with, with us males because black manhood is not respected in society. Mm-hmm. And I would say globally mm-hmm. that it puts a very strain on us as brothers today to really say, you know, what are we fighting for? Is it even worth with the way how the mindset of people are today, especially men and right. women? You know? Right. Because if you try lend it help your hand, they'll slap your hand. Mm-hmm. Look at you. What the fuck are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Right. And says say and and applaud and and really in up arms and and uh, expecting and supporting mm-hmm. even to the point where it's right. trying to say you know you get the floor brother king you know what I'm saying that's how I look right. at it you know I I, I was discussing throughout the video because right. it's like this passivity there there should be a line a drawn line between passivity and actual you know warriors you know right if you don't have a warrior sense of mindset or spirit in you, then you go mm-hmm. look at any situation where it might be confrontation with not only the same race but another race, that you got right. men gotta do what men have to do. And I just don't see it now, today. That's my opinion. All right. Uh let me let me go on let me speak on this a little bit because this I like I d I don't know if anyone can really tell, but this issue for me is uh it's 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 a deep issue. It has, you know, deep, deep lasting wounds. Um, when I you know when I when I think about it, because if I if I were to be honest with myself, right, I would say that no greater conflict do I have than how do I feel about my woman and how does my woman feel about me as a black man, because when you've went through, you know, went to these extraordinary lengths to try and be a, a certain type of a certain type of black man, and when you've done your best to walk with uh, a certain type type of ethic and to have character, to have um, morality, and then to still be to still be vilified, you know, what I'm saying to still be told that. You are forever linked to a, a male collective that isn't worthy of respect, that is synonymous with failure in the eyes of many of these sisters. Well, then that can be a, you know, that's an extremely frustrating thing. It's an extremely frustrating experience. You see what I'm saying? And I think that too many times sisters stand in, stand in their own way when it comes to getting what they say they want from black men. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, for me, the 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 will is there, but but and see what it speaks to is, and this is something I've talked about, because white supremacy is actually an effort in white male hegemony. What it has done is it has t- completely thrown off 
our concepts of what it means to be strong and what it means to be weak. You know what I'm saying? Because some, like in in in, in some instances, in order for me to to protect my my family, then I I have to I have to move a certain type of way. I have to be, um, you know, non-combative. I have to be compliant with the overall, um, you know, laws and 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 mores, social mores that govern society. You see what I'm saying? Like, like how do we how do, and that's what I'm saying. Like how do we reckon that? Like I, I go out in the world every day and I I tolerate being 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 suspected by the dominant society being suspected of being a criminal being suspected of being a rapist being suspected of 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 being um a super predator being suspected of being a brute and then to my own community the, that suspicion is still there when i when i when i haven't harmed anyone and then for you to for you to tell me that I must protect that. I, I'm 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 I must protect a community that sees me in the same fundamental light as the as as the white society. Like for real, really. Like like when you think about what we're talking about, that's that's really what it is. That's really what that's that's really what it is. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's why I was, I was telling sisters, you know, sisters on um, O'Shea panel, what do you like? What what? Okay, well, what do you want then? Like I had, I had a sister tell me because you know, like they they digging into my background. There's nothing in my background, and so if you dig into my background, if anything, you'll you'll find what you're not expecting to find. When you look into my background and it's, and it's nothing there, then <laughs> now keep in mind, I I didn't like you. They doing this on their own, right? So she she gonna tell me, oh well, men who men who have no uh, have no criminal record and have no issues in their background that they, they, they're um. They, those typically be the racists and the abusers too. You see what I'm saying? But then, if you had went in my background and, and found where I had like where where I was on a um a predator list or something like that, you would have you would have been like, see, see, see how see how the, he's he's one of these black men. He's one of these these brutes. He's one of these super predators. You see what I'm saying? So so what can I do? So so at at a certain point, it's not about that. You what it is? You get off. Ask a question, man. You get off. Say that again. Ask you a question. I know I want to interrupt you. Yeah, yeah, go. Okay. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. So let's say the sisters do their little homework and look at a background check. I want to just right. say, they go and look at background checks for every other race of men besides black men. And what I right. find out, the women that talk that bullshit, they're not checking mm-hmm. every other man's background. They'll sit there and look at you right. because you have the black skin and because they can't attract quality men. They're going to go and do that mm-hmm. bullshit. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad right. deal for most women to shouldn't check out the man, make sure he's not something that you expect. But if you have to sit there, go check on you because you're putting out some content. Right. Porn, with less pins to the ears, then, yeah, you know what the mm. fuck they said because they're trying to find some little excuse to shut down your talk points. And you should not allow it. And no man should allow that bullshit. Right. I exactly. Put more, more, more emphasis, check your background. So just like the brother said mm. in the O'Shea show. And when a brother say, check your credit score and all that bullshit. But you see, we right. maybe don't operate like that. You know what I'm saying? Right. But exactly. Exactly, but um, you know what we got? We got Dr. Randy Short and we got Remy. I'm bringing Remy and Dr. Dr. Randy Short on. Yeah, Remy. Hey, everybody. 
Hey, let me let me bring Doctor Short on. Okay. Doctor Doctor Randy Short. What's going on? Hello. Doctor Randy Short. Eric, where everybody at? Yeah, Eric? Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened. Hold on, hold on. Dr. Randy Short? He's not saying nothing. I don't know. Can, can he not hear us? Hold on. Hello? Yeah, yeah, Dr. Hello? Randy Short? Right. I'm yeah. sorry. I got a, a family call, and I had you on hold for a second. Oh, okay. Good, good oh, okay, afternoon. Okay. Good, good night to everybody. Yeah, how you doing, Doctor Short? Oh, I'm I'm very good. I'm very good. We're about to send Mama out for a cruise out of the country. So mm. last okay, I'm fine. That's good. <clears throat> What's not good is the uh, mm. situation my people are in. But the good news, and I hope everybody that's listening that's interested, we just came out of the conference call, and I need to share it with you that I'm working with some entrepreneurial revolutionaries that know how to access millions and millions of dollars to save and help our people, government money already there to work with Mm -hmm. our youth and work with our folks who have mental challenges. So there are a lot of us out there that are struggling and scraping that really want to serve and help and actually get paid to do it. And so you can let them know they can email me, we're going to do a conference call t- tomorrow at 7 o'clock, <clears throat> and I can give you the uh, – well, just have folk email me if they're interested at wrandyshort at gmail.com, W-R-A-N-E-Y-S-H-O-R-T at gmail.com. If you're interested in looking at a new way to earn an income, help your own people, <laughs> learn some skills, and also work with others, you need to be in this call with Sister Saket Israel because she drops it like it's hot in terms of what is available. And so and so they can feel free to email me as well for all the folks that are sort of religious. They should reach out to me as well. We're talking about Christian religious. I'm not mad at the honest people and all the other folks, but we're setting up a revolutionary African-American organization mm-hmm. that will also function as a parachurch because we need some spirituality and we also need somebody to fight nigger preachers and coon churches. And uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm sure. tired of waiting. I can't take it anymore. We've got to have some people to fight those coons. And so <clears throat> well, so if they email me, I'd be happy to share with them a couple of things that we are going, we are doing and will do uh, to counter some of the stuff because hope is always there. You just have to grab it just like an enemy's throat and grab it tightly. And trust me, you'll choke your enemy out and you never lose hope if you grasp firmly. Right. Right. Um, well, I, I, well, uh, I have my co-host Remy on the line and I have my other brother, uh, Eric on the line. And just want to speak, say on behalf of the great liberators radio show where we're honored to have you on. 
um, you are a wealth of uh, information and and insight. Um, the first thing I, I would like to ask you this evening, Doctor Short, is um, if you could just briefly, um, what is your uh, assessment, your overall assessment of the state of um, Black America right now, of Black community? Like, what things do you see on the horizon that uh, that could, you know, present a problem and and where is there um, things that we can be hopeful about? All the problems everybody already knows, uh, mm-hmm. other than we're going to have an economic meltdown within a year to two to three, and they're going to mm-hmm. pull the plug, everything that our people who are barely making it have access to. <clears throat> that That's definitely coming. We already know this. The hope mm-hmm is that we have a civil war, a rebellion against coons, a rebellion against the coon nation, against the Obama nation, against the Boulay, the Illuminati, the Masons, the Freak Greeks, and the nigger preachers. That revolution is here. It is, um, it's a low boil. We're going mm-hmm. to see after November if the Trump people uh, succeed and beating the Democrats, which they're likely to do, <clears throat> you're going to see a complete confusion within the Democratic Party. And why is that mm-hmm. important is that the black, so-called black misleadership class has auctioned our future and everything to their employment and offices and their networks within the Democratic Party. There's going to be a general disenchantment with black people in the Democratic Party like never before because these coon leaders who claim that they can turn people out have no one that we are resonating to. And uh, in addition to that, subdivisions of the Democratic Party that have been used to manipulate our people, in particular, people like Black Youth 100 and Black Lives Matter will be further discredited and uh, hated Mm -hmm. even more because there's been a complete breakdown of their effort to use sexually perverse or compromised to confuse young people to be the new controlled opposition of blacks that they've used to manage us. It has failed. Mm. The homosexual, mm. homosexualized SNCC 2.0 has failed. And black people are in revolution against our internal enemies for the first time in our history. You want a people, want to see a people that want to be free. Those are a group of people who hate traitors, stoolies, and coons. The era of the mm. coon, the 50-year rule of coons more or less ended at Aretha Franklin's funeral. That mm-hmm. was a funeral for the coon leadership in this country. Right. A requiem for right. coons. One of the best mm-hmm. things, even with the coon preached at the end, dogging them in front of the whole world, <clears throat> that shows you how bad <laughs> things are when even Coon preachers are speaking up, talking about stuff, being disobedient. Mm. When you need a, a white tramp to sing Natural Woman, that's a black woman's song. You mm. have Bill and Hillary, you have a lesbian, Wiccan, Luciferian bitch. And you have that mm. rapist, black incarcerating, mass incarcerating, rapist liar. And they're the guest of honor at uh, one of our most distinguished people's uh, death was a replay mm. of the Coretta Scott King funeral. Thank God Bush didn't go. 
In fact, had he come, uh, Michelle Obama would have come and probably been grinding on him up there in the pulpit. <laughs> a lot of our people are, are tired of this. We, we, we uh, black folk and the hope black people waking up on Obama, something that really happened that was wonderful. I'm glad I did my part in it. We, through social media, got Valerie Jarrett to understand that she couldn't be mayor in Chicago. We won't vote for some color-struck, half-caste Jew who hates our guts. Some black mm. folks' eyes got opened to Obama, and the Trump mm. backlash has made black folks recognize that we were back in not 1968, but 1948. And we're mm. going to have to have movements and organizations. <clears throat> Hope that's going on is that you now have people registering and trying to get into black colleges, which are being threatened uh, mm. by internal, uh, what's this monster's name? Dr. Harry L. Williams, the president of the Thurgood Marshall College Fund, who has the final solution plan to destroy all black colleges and universities. When we get through exposing him, there's going to be a visceral reaction against the entire black leadership class, as well as all the coons that don't think that this reparation, which leaves black colleges and universities, that they should be taken from us. The students rebelling at Howard University as well, there is an organization of over 300,000 HBCU alum and students who want reform at those schools. These are things under the surface that don't make the mainstream news. It didn't make the mainstream news that when Barack Obama was in California last week, expected to meet a a capacity crowd of 7,000 or more, almost 750 people came out. People are waking up. Folks are angry. Folks feel bamboozled. The Just Walk Away campaign shows that even the gays who benefited from the Democrats, Obama was their homoerotic Abraham Lincoln, and unfortunately he hasn't had a Ford Theater experience yet. The gays are leaving the Democratic Party, and the blacks are leaving the Democratic Party, and they're not becoming Republicans. They're staying home. They don't see anything we're fighting for, and there's no coon messiah on a white horse to rally us and right. confuse us to vote for them again. Uh, Cory Booker, who looks like uh, a Mr. Clean with anorexia nervosa, he's not exciting. <laughs> and Kamala Harris yeah. looks like uh, Olivia Pope's father from Scandals with a weave on. No one's going to support her either. There's absolutely none of the tricks are going to work because we're sick and tired of being sick and tired. This is a year of jubilee because Mm -hmm. next year is year 400 and year 100. Year 100 for If We Must Die, the poem by Claude uh, McKay about black folks saying, we're going to die fighting, we're not going to take it. And it's also the 400th of the quadricentennial. I use the white word. You got to have all the Latin and the feminine Greek for it to be a word, right? <laughs> Isn't that ridiculous? <laughs> I thought we were speaking English. Right. The, the, false, the okay. false of our history 
will be commemorated next year. It's going to make a lot of people mad to think in 400 years, things in many ways worse. The folks were freer coming over from Africa then than they are now. And in fact, some folks are going to remind people that we were here 100 years before, and those folks kicked the white people's behind and took over. Okay, um, that real story of the first settlement in South Carolina where the blacks and, and the black Indians took out the white people and kept on living, that story is going to reemerge because people like me are going to talk about it. And I'm telling you, brother, your show and everybody else's show that's educating the people is power. <laughs> is power. <laughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> Blog talk. Is power. The advice show is power. Boyce Watkins, even though he toms too much for me, has power. <laughs> um, uh, what's that thing? Uh, the girl, uh, Brown, whatever, you know, the one, little gay one. I went to school with her, Yvette Carnell. Yeah, yeah, yeah Yvette Carnell. <laughs> even, even my silly classmate, Amorosa, with her uh, cosmetically augmented breast. Everybody is acting out these days. They weren't that big. They were like hot dogs. Now they're like cantaloupes. And and I I I, I like breasts. Breasts are wonderful. <laughs> Even when they've been All right. up. I mean, shoot, it beats a man's chest. All right. So we we we've got a Republican Party, the Republicans. I know them. There is a rev- there is revolution going on. Among the Republicans, y'all don't know this. Uh, There are a lot of folks who hate me because I said I supported Trump, which I do because I hate Hillary. Uh, I would tell anyone I have Haitian ancestry on both sides of my family, of which I'm proud. And one of those Haitians was the mother of Nat Turner. Mm. Mm. I have no shame in my roots but I'm an African-American, right? And I'm going to say to you that Hillary, all the stuff that she and Barack did to black people made me, I couldn't vote for her. And to punish all the coons for eight years who told us, shut up and line up behind this man who likes bathhouses and illegal aliens and homosexuals and Zionists and hates us. So I voted out of spite. I, I made an anti-coon vote. You know, if you ever watch one of the movies, <laughs> like the Jack Ryan movie, every right. now and then they always have the same scene. You have a man fight with another man, and they think they got their person, and that guy pulls out a grenade and says, I'm going to just blow up everybody then. That's how I do So, yeah, you go kill me. I'm going to kill everybody. we all going to die. I pulled right. out my grenade and voted for Trump. If, if, I, if, mm. we can, if we can't overcome white supremacy, at least – if we destroy the coons, I'll, that's a consolation prize, like being on my cousin, who's a coon, what's his name? Um, you know the one, the bald-headed one. The one looks like a genie out of a bottle with the bad suit on. Come on. <laughs> Ooh, uh, <laughs> come on, bald-headed black man looks like a genie bald-headed. that came out of a bottle. Come Ooh, on, help me out. Um, um, um. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Oh, Steve like Harvey. Boy. Steve Harvey. Okay, okay. <laughs> he, he, he. All right, okay, okay. 
you know how you get the consolation prize when you don't get the 400 points of the stupid game they play or 300 points? At least you get something. (laughs) If we can't overcome white supremacy, at least destroy black inferiority. Get that. Mm. In mm, fact, that was profound. Uh, that was profound. Right I, beat, I beat up on Coons. Let me tell you, every people has to win a victory to feel like they can beat someone. If we punished right. and beat down Coons, we wouldn't be afraid to take on the other people. Mm. Something else that's hopeful mm. on the horizon. Today is the 19th and exactly eight days. Bill Cosby is going to be sentenced. Bill Cosby is another mm. cousin of mine. Mm. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, Bill, my cousin. I tried to help. Got them coons around him. Didn't want no ordinary people helping. Mm. See where it got him. Mm-hmm. When they say Bill Cosby is going to either do life probation because he's in his 80s, or he's going to do five to 10 or whatever, there's going to be a complete uproar in the land because the real story is going to come out and folks are going to be angry. Are you feeling me? That's hopeful. And that's just a few days away. And just a few days after that, of course, comes the month of October. All sorts of revelations are going to come out. People like, what's Mm -hmm. his name? He's a little bald headed idiot. Um, Forgive me. I'm not remembering names of coons tonight. I, I cuss him out so much. name. <laughs> He's got a Jewish name. Come on, help me. The black coon um, is a Jewish. Russell Simmons. Hustle Simmons. See, I try oh, okay, to remember okay. the name. Hustle Simmons, who's facing rape allegations. All the icons of coonery are in trouble. Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. With her broke-ass white man that she told us was a billionaire, she got more money than him. <laughs> That's why he got that bitch at work, swinging her racket more than when she got with him in the first place. She's clueless. <laughs> hey, things. I have a question. Yes. Um, my name is um, Remy. It is very nice to meet you. Um I would just like your opinion on the Serena situation. I feel like it's interesting how, you know, ever since she married, you know, this man that she's with, you know, she's definitely going through some things. Yeah, exactly. Because I always wonder, why is it every time when she's going through something, it's like he's MIA. He's never around to defend her. Was Thomas Jefferson there for Sally Hemings when she was having his children? Mm. I the guess more not. Change, the more they stay the same. Was George Washington right. there with him when his black women had his children? Did Benjamin yeah. Franklin even bury the black women that he had buried under the floorboards of his house in Philadelphia? Was he for them? Just because a sister has the greatest mind and body of any woman, you are the queen, you are the creator. In fact, let me just say this. The closest thing to God in this world is a righteous woman. And even a wicked woman is a portal to God because she's the only person that can pull an angel and produce a baby. Okay, sister. And it says what is holy is not to be given to dogs. That sister is righteous in her game. Righteous in her physique, but confused because she's in a white supremacist cult that's been guiding her. 
there are a whole lot of black folks in entertainment and sports that come out of these coon cult groups, or if they're not cultic, they have their roots in racist leaders. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it real fast. The Mormons, the Jehovah Witnesses, and it hurts mm-hmm. me because I got so many family, and I love my family. Seventh-day Adventists. Seventh-day Adventists, Jehovah Witnesses, Mormons, all at their core teach the inferiority of black people. Mm-hmm. Serena Williams is a Jehovah Witness. Michael Jackson's a Jehovah Witness. Arrange mm-hmm. these people are Jehovah Witnesses. And what most people don't know is Jehovah Witnesses don't believe in fighting for black rights or black freedom or standing up. They believe that they're supposed to wait until God comes. And when God returns to the earth, he's going to make everybody black, white. And that's why they brought to say racism. That's what she believes. That's why that tramp sat up there and let that man talk and didn't scream racism. They've tested her pee more than the Postal Service and government jobs looking for new employees. They've tested her pee more than anybody. And you can't say it's race? Right. Mm. You can't say it's race. They tell you what clothes you can wear. You basically ask for an apology, and they make you out that you're some kind of Conan the Barbarian after we've watched McEnroe and these other jackasses in tennis, Billie Jean King, that the way that they've behaved. Yeah, there was it was another white woman who used to uh, who used to cut up. So I think what was her name? Steffi Graf or something Chris like Everett. that. Chris, Steffi Graf, Chris Everett, all of them are jackasses. The Serena girl, the Williams girls have been angels, but they've given their wings to the wrong team. Mm-hmm. That's the price you pay for giving it to the caveman. Mm-hmm. A Yurugu lover, a Yurugu lover gets a Yurugu lover's fate. Mm-hmm. Which is death. Infamy robbed all these people. Hold on, someone's at my door. How you doing, sir? Okay. okay. It's tomorrow and, uh, and, and today. Don't worry. The number was circulated. What? It's, I didn't get it. Um, I'm doing a radio show right now. Can, Can you I text me? Can I get some? Uh, I don't have anything. It's someone else that did the presentation. And we'll do it tomorrow, too. I'm late. Till, they say at um, Till nine. We ended early. Oh. Not a problem. Don't have no paperwork. I don't know if I can make them all. Don't worry. Text me. Where did you get the information I from? I got it all here, right here. It's on Facebook. Write me back in Facebook. Celebrated radio enough. station. People calling. I, I need the information. I'll give you the sister's email. Okay. And she'll give me all that information. Absolutely. You did less than Okay. I'm going to apologize. All right. Not a problem. All right. I had to go to something else and I had to Understood. Thank, Thank you, brother. All right. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh no, you, fine. Sorry, that's when you work for the people. My God, there's my front door. That was back to yeah. us with our young people. So a Yurugu lover, that's my term. Can y'all say Yurugu lover? It sounds good. Yurugu yeah. lover. Can y'all <laughs> nice. say that? Yurugu lover. Nobody said it. Say Yurugu lover. Get used to it. Yurugu lover. Yurugu lover. Yes, yes. Yurugu, Yurugu lover. lover. Yes. Yurugu lover? Yes. Yeah. Hey, but, but, but Dr. Ray's shirt. 
Dr. Rain, when you when you use that word, make sure people that are not aware know what who is yoga because when I, I use terms like this, they're not gonna understand what's that. I'm lost. I... One, of the, one of the Afrocentric <laughs> Afrocentric scholars came up with the name for the European folks who've mistreated us. Oh, I remember term- I mean. Was yes, Yorugu. Right, yeah, I have a book. Yeah, and, I remember. And, and and I'm a southerner. And what they call white people that like us was nigger lover. Mm. And when you believe right. in equality, if they've got a word, we need one too. Yorugu lover. Okay. Okay. So that's you just gotta be up in bed, laid up with them. Tiger Woods is a Yorugu lover. Obama's a Yorugu <laughs> lover. Michelle is a Yorugu lover. Mm-hmm. Cory Booker's a Yorugu lover. Kamala Harris is a Yorugu lover. John Lewis is a Yorugu lover. In mm. fact, all the Yorugu lovers. Right. <clears throat> so let me ask you, you this, Doctor. Let me ask you this, Doctor Short. Because, you know, I, I I do agree that you know that this swirling thing is problematic. But then too, um, why do you think um, black male and female relationships are, are so are so fractured? Like. Why? Why does it seem like we we don't get along? And 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 it isn't um, that you're view. using the wrong term. Never use we with black folks aggregately because it's not fair. We mm-hmm. we have never, as a group, had a concept of being a people. So saying we, mm-hmm. that's like going into a movie theater, and there are different folks. It's a mixed audience, and you say we blacks in the theater want more butter on the popcorn. No, we don't. Because you didn't ask everyone. You didn't come in with a consensus for more butter. You're speaking for who you know. So mm, okay. we, we have never, and this is one of the main efforts. This is what the Democratic Party, this is what the Coons, this is what the, the, the Urugula Coons, the Negroidians, the Black Necks, the Uncle Toms, the Sellouts, the Aunties, our traders have always worked to push a simulation and not self-integration. We need to be integrated amongst ourselves, light-skinned and dark-skinned, northern and western and eastern and southern and Protestant and, and whatever the hell we are. We're not even integrated amongst ourselves. So you will meet people who are very black and proud and committed, but they will be that person who sees themselves as part of a people and a nation. Mm. I'm going to give you a metaphor, and I want you to understand that there are statues in Brazil. There is in a section of Sao Paulo, Brazil, the largest city in Brazil, and has the largest mm. black community in South America. There is a place called Sao Bento. Sao Bento is a section of Sao Paulo. It means Saint Benedict. Sao Bento has a church or a building called Igreja de Mai Negra. Igreja de Mai Negra means the Church of the Black Mother. Outside of that church is a statue of a black woman breastfeeding a white baby as her black baby starves to death at her foot, her left foot at that. Oh, wow. Really? These people understand what they've done to the black woman, to the black man, to the black child. There was a fire last week 
and the National Museum in Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. And that museum had a painting, a very famous painting that you can find on Google, which in Portuguese is called Ahedemção uh, uh, de Ham, or in English, The Redemption of Ham. And it's a picture of a black grandmother praising God that her half-white daughter is marrying a white man who's produced a quadroon baby. <clears throat> this isn't just what they want. The NAACP, the Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ, uh, P, and pedophilia, and sexuality coons, all believe that the answer to our problem is that we should be biologically merged into the white population. And if black didn't exist, there'd be no problem, the same way Serena believes it as well. So if a person is against the existence of black people or anything black, how can you say we when that person doesn't want, they only see I or me or my? Huh? And so I would say to people, we're two tribes of the I niggas and the we niggas. And the weak niggas never conquered and beaten down and forced unity on the I niggas. That's why we don't have a word like Rugu lover. It would take a person who doesn't want to be anything else, who would have mm. a slur for a traitor, uh, a sexuality day passer. Mm. So we need a nation. We need to be a people. We ought to be a people, and we could be a people, but a people is a lot like a family. You have this beautiful black woman's voice on this call. I can love mm. her till the world ends, but if she doesn't say that she wants to be my wife or my woman, us form a family, then there's no family. Being a people mm. is a decision. It is a choice. It is a consensus. There was no American people. Those little crooks and pedophiles and rum runners, which is the equivalent of drug dealers and slave mm. traders, formed the Continental Congress and used military force to make the other white people buy into their American project. And they were Mason, Masonic as well. Mm. There's no American identity until then. Huh? Mm. It was right. they decided. When did French people become French? Most of us here are France, and we think people have always been French. That's not true. Um, mm. A few days ago, I had a dear friend of mine named um, Felicia. Felicia's last name is Chappelle. It, that's David's uh, oldest sister, the comedian. Oh, okay. And Felicia was at the caucus and that's my, my, my friend and in fact we probably debated somehow. Felicia's name comes from Wallonia. Wallonia is in Belgium. My name short comes from Normandy. And my mother's voice you just heard by her last name is Lancaster. It's from Normandy. Do you know in France you had Aquitanians, Bretons, Normans uh, people from uh, Burgundians, and they all hated each other. Let us remember Joan of Arc. Remember her? The little white girl who was right. trying to end the occult, but they burnt it. 
you remember the reason she got burnt at the stake was she was helping the king, the Dauphin, the effeminate LGBTQ weak ruler of what was becoming France, fight against the English who at one point dominated France, almost half of France. In fact, there were battles. There's a battle called Agincourt. I think it's A-G-I-N-C-O-U-R-T. And Cressy, I think it's spelled S-C-R-E-C-Y, where the longbow was used that defeated the French horsemen. The English were in France fighting because they used to control it because they're not that different, the English and French. In fact, there wasn't always a concept necessarily of being French. I'm Aquitanian. I'm Norman. You get where I'm coming from, which means yeah. that English were playing on the French, Asuka, what we call Galois, the Gauls, these people that lived in what you now call France, uh, right. northern, or, or should I say Western Europe, they weren't all together. They had to right. come all together. You need to understand that French as a language didn't become standardized until the 1890s. You think mm-hmm. of France everything just being one thing. No, it's not. These are imaginations. If you look at what's going on in Spain right now, where the people that are in Catalonia, where Barcelona is, hate the Spanish and their leaders are being killed and they're being denied the right to break off because they weren't Spanish. They're Catalonian who are part of a a confederated country called Spain and the Basques that live on the North coast, they don't want to be a part of Spain. If you're familiar with the painter Picasso and you see that little picture with the cow and all the stuff that's jumbled up and it's called Guernica, Guernica, was a proud city of Basque nationalism. Francisco Franco and Hitler and them to show these people that they were going to be part of Spain whether they liked or not murdered those people. Damn your nationality. <clears throat> Damn your cultural identity that's separate from what's going to be one fascist Spain. We'll kill everybody. This was white on white violence. <clears throat> Yugoslavia, remember that? I don't know how old right. you guys are. Yugoslavia became a artificial nation. It means you go means South Slavia, Slav, South Slavs. This was a, a ragtag collection of people that have hated each other for a thousand years who Mm. were told they were a country and they never really accepted it, but they were able to unify under one King. They got rid of that King. They got a dictator named Joss Bras Joseph. We call Tito. And when Tito died in 79, that thing was going down. And all those folks to this day are fighting and killing each other because they are not, there never was a real Yugoslavia. Now it's broken up. You've got Kosovo. You've got the different people got their own peace. You've got Serbia, right? This is in right. your lifetime. Remember Czechoslovakia? The Czechs and Slavs yeah. don't don't like Slovaks don't like each other. Now there's a Czech Republic in Slovakia. It never was one thing. They did that for convenience sake. There wasn't a Germany when they started bringing Africans to the Americas. Germany more or less became one nation 
after African-American people had been emancipated. Mm. All of that to say to you that nationalism is a decision. It is a concept. It is a theory. This is why mm. they hated Marcus Garvey and they hated Alexander Crummel and they hated uh, William Edward, Wilmot Edward Blyden. They hate people who are able to come up with ideas, Malcolm X, that would unify and make a nation of a people because once a nation is born, like a family, you get a man and woman that love each other. They'll sleep under mm. a bridge together. They'll take the, the Bonnie and Clyde. You can't do nothing with them. There's nothing like when people say this is I'm for it. I'll die for it. So that's why black nationalism and black awareness is fought like it is. Why they're pushing uh, uh, these these uh, Yorugu lovers. They always have white love on the side, typically. These new black leaders. Kamala Harris is with mm. a white man, a Jew. Huh? Mm. And they try to push her to be Russ president. He's going to have to find, he's going to have to find someone uh, black because he can't do it with a white woman. That's going to kill him with black people. Come on, cat. Everybody wants attention. I'm on the radio. Now, my cat's name is Selfish. And Selfish is now going to try to interrupt the broadcast. Pray for this animal. Anyway, are anything that raises awareness, black studies is being destroyed, rolled up across the country, destroyed at campus after campus, right? Right. Because it promotes awareness. The national black anthem, lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven. You don't hear that stuff played much. You know, in Canada, for the Quebecois, mm-hmm. by the Quebecois, in fact, I need to go to Montreal in November. You go to, go to Quebec, everything is in French and English. They wouldn't dare not do French and English programming to recognize that the Quebecois, the French-speaking Canadians, have no desire to be English-speaking Canadians. Mm. Where did the Quebecois right. get the ideas of nationalism from? I'm glad you asked. Black studies programs in the United States. Right. Where did the Japanese get the idea from to get paid reparations for being in concentration camps for just three years? Black studies programs. Why do you think they don't want us to have it? One day, some of us are going to do more than talk about some pyramids and talk about what's ours. Some land, some money, our own stuff. And if I want to mm. speak in, in Ebonics or Black English or Gullah Geechee, when people go in to vote, they'll have Black English. Y'all be able to vote Y'all can't vote here. Get signed. Get. Mm-hmm. If that's the way we speak, why not have it like that for us? They do it for these people mm-hmm. coming to the country illegally. When you have dignity, right. when you come and have a concept of a group or people, you don't even need the pyramids as beautiful as they are and as much as I'm proud of them. You can build some pyramids right here. In fact, we got pyramids right up in Wisconsin and, and Rock Lake, three or four of them underwater. That should be a national Afrocentric point. And if do you understand what I'm saying? Being a people is a choice. Right. It's a decision. It is a it is a it is a surrender. It's a mutual coming together. When you think about when you read the Constitution or not, the, I'm sorry, the Declaration of Independence, and these people talk mm. about this solid, sworn, solemn oath to be committed to each other. These are people saying mm-hmm. we're gonna go down. We're going to fight King George, and if they kill us, they kill us. If we win, we win. That isn't mm. the resolve 
that we have, we tend to say, well, if they give us a job or if that white woman, if she could just see me, just not see I'm black, but see I'm a man. <laughs> you know, the way you come. Right. This is what this thought is pushed. Uh, you need to understand the NAACP, one of the greatest weapons against black upliftment and, and advancement is a leading organization for blacks, so they tell us. But most of you don't know that the NAACP, for a few peanuts from white liberals, agreed to allow what's called um, ethnocide, or in a sense, slow, go slow genocide to continue against black people for pennies. Oh, yes, they did. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, they did. And they did it uh, 72 years ago. And the NACP, under law, has no right to exist to be tax exempt because it's under its own charter. It's not supposed to uh, uh, empower or favor one political party over the other. And for 72 Mm. years, it's favored Democrats over Republicans. They have no right to tax exempt status, but because they are repressing black awareness, because it's leaders like Thurgood Marshall and Walter White and others and Joel and his brother, Arthur Spingarn, spied on, spied on black people, as did Du Bois mm. in military intelligence to make certain the blacks weren't too militant. Oh, yes, Du Bois did coon. He cooned many times. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And AACP has been allowed because it's a bulwark supporting a simulation that whites won't allow. Nobody ever deals with the fact that the NACP and its Brown versus Board of Education case, it could have demanded that the Blair Bill that was passed in the 1880s and 90s, I think it's about that time, a senator from New England, to get equal funding for black schools instead of fighting to put our kids in schools with their devil kids who've been taught to hate our guts. See, if you put black kids in black schools with black teachers, they're going to have a sense of racial pride and awareness. They destroyed that. The NAACP's crowning thing is that they destroyed the educational system that our people had built up. And in fact... Yes, ma'am. Sorry to interrupt you. I have a question. So we all know about... You know, our kids, you know, black children are not faring, you know, great in pub in the public school system across the country. Do you think that homeschooling is the answer for our kids or is it, you know, African center schools, our own schools or a combination of both? Why can't we have all of it and every home should be a school anyway? What kind of people send their children to folks who've been raping and ripping off and enslaving them to educate their children, other than the parents of psychopathic, lazy idiots, Mm feeble-minded sellouts. You send your child to someone that hates your guts. You let your child go to a school where people want to put them on psychotropic drugs, where pedophiles are everywhere, where your child gets blamed. Your child goes with their hair, and they get sent home. Did you see that? Yes, I did see that. How How is that acceptable? Every home should be a school, and then every black community should have its own schools. We have right. our own churches. Do you know why we have our own churches? Not because these niggas believe in God, not these nigger preachers, but because these preachers 
wouldn't be allowed to preach and get money in a white church. That's why you got the first black, because somebody wouldn't have had an income or real estate. That's what the AME church Mm. didn't start. They said, hey, look, we're black folks. We really love God, and we want to shout and do it our way, and we just leave them to be us. That is Mm. not what they did. It took the white folks coming saying, thanks, niggas, for building up this nice church. And guess what? It's ours now. And that's when they says we can't. All the racism, all the abuse, all the folk getting beat up in prayer services and so forth. None of that made them say, F these people. They used to own us as slaves. Why do I want to pray next to the person that used to rape my mama? And Mm. rape me. Say rape the men too. Um, And black men need to remind the LGBTQ community and the white and the black sellout sexuality coons that homosexuals raped and killed us and enslaved us. Sure they did. They lynched us. Who do you think would want a black man's penis that's male after they lynched us? A straight man? No, a homosexual. Mm. Exactly. That's that's real talk. That's real talk. And they're trying to claim... And they're trying so to talk about the fact that that's the new black, LGBTQI, uh, whatever. New black, it is the new black. What they're saying is we're going to steal what their ancestors have earned and put it up our rear and wherever else we want it to get what we want out of their reparations. And they sure have gotten paid off of us. Hmm. And a little sorry, pathetic black folks that think because you have a white man scrotum on your chin. Or sister's got mm-hmm. some white woman's <laughs> carpet threads in her teeth that somehow mm-hmm. you're fully integrated. No, you are. You fully integrated yourself into Helen's stupidity. That's right. And don't worry what they're not doing to show you how wonderful our gay folks are. They have deliberately ended a lot of the educational programs about sexually transmitted diseases, and particularly mm-hmm. the ones that black people in the greatest numbers. So there's no education about septicemia, the blood poisoning that you get when the bowel movement mixes with your blood from having sex in your rear end, mm-hmm. or the sperm side, mm-hmm. the things get into your blood and they kill you, and black men are dying in Atlanta and in New York and in Chicago, and it's in the top 10 killers in D.C. It's killing more than AIDS, but it's killing wow. blacks. Mm-hmm. So the white homosexuals that are their allies, who even let them put a little black stripe on that flag that they got. See, you're included. It was an afterthought. They didn't put black in there until last year. Uh, Wow. Now they Mm. feel included. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And by the way, have you heard me say kill black gay people, persecute black gay people? Nope. No, I, no. I, I, my favorite family members. I love, I love my people. I can differ with them. I don't hate black people. I even understand molestation, abuse, family separation, child, I, uh, prison, a lot of things going on. But don't hold it up as a standard. And right. homosexuality cannot be the basis of an alliance of people who hate our guts. Sure. Mm. Because it seems like, I mean, 
it just seems like they're it's like they're trying to become their own race of people. So it's like they've, if, they've, become, they, they, if they you're have black, the, they've made them into an artificial group. Let me break it down to you so you understand, me, sister, what has happened. Right. First and foremost, this is being driven not by the person that's switching down the street. That's not true. This is being done by powerful white folk in high places mm. and Jews, Anglos and Jews, mm. who have a eugenics agenda that they even want, they want to see even, they want to see whites die too. In fact, there's a bottom, there's a huge profit center. Let me just say this real fast. And it's, it's a lot of concept that's unpacked. First and foremost, gay folks are among the sickest people in the country because of the sex that they have and that if anyone knows anything, the term in medical of the medical field is SAS, S-A-S. It stands for skin abrasive sex. Look it up. That's what the doctor calls it. So don't tell me it's homophobic if I read medical material. Because I know there's someone gay, ooh, he just hates us. Damn you weak. You can walk around in woman's heels in the middle of the night trying to solicit someone. You can listen to my conversation. Skin abrasive sex. <laughs> Results in a couple of things. One thing that it does is it necessarily understand that semen, a.k.a. nut and sperm, Mm -hmm. is immunosuppressive. If you bust the nut in a man's behind, the semen you put up there kills the good bacteria. It kills the things that keep the anus healthy. And therefore, you have Mm -hmm. a poison, poison asshole. That's real talk. Which then for liver and kidney as well. Now, let me share with you what happens. Once you destroy the health and the, and the anus or the rectum, you're leaving, when you eat things, that germs and parasites in the food that are cleaned out, it goes through your, re- your rear end. Those things become stronger and stronger because it's being fed things, and you don't know what you're eating that your body gets out. On the way out, if it's able to hang in there, then you're going to have literally, you know, can you imagine the viruses and bacteria saying just enough, just enough for the city? Because they don't have to leave because there's no blood cells in the moving out, right? And then what are you going to do? You're not going to just screw one person. And we need to remember that the way these bacteria and germs work, if you slept with someone, you pick up some of their body fluid. So if... I'm one of these liberated people. I hate Jesus. I hate, I hate God. It's my body. I do what I want. I have a, a bugina, a mangina, and it's just as good. It's a whole like what she has, right? And I, I, I have everybody tag me in my booty. And if each of them has slept with in a year, two to three to four to five, 600 people, right? Mm. Then I've got hundreds if not thousands of different sorts of bacteria in my rear end. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, my health is going to suffer. And I just did the rear end. Let's do the throat. Because, you know, my God, I'm so in love. This is so good. I don't care. You know what? I did a mudslide. Oops. In other words, they had a bowel movement on the person's penis when they're having anal sex. Oh, I just love them. Oh, swallow. Right? Then... Then the, then the bowel movement and all the germs go in that person's throat. Yes, it does. Oh, yes, God. It, yes, it does. Oh, my gosh. No. Yes, it does. Mm. Wow. 
I didn't wow. say hate or kill wow. anybody. I didn't say that people weren't human. I didn't say they weren't part of the black community. The little defensive mm-hmm. bullshit that they teach these people in these lectures. I went to Harvard. You can't fight me. <laughs> I went to your school. I know how mm-hmm. to debunk you. So that's in your throat. So along with anal cancer, which is at an all-time high in this country, and it's over 20 times to 100 times more likely to occur among homosexual men or bisexual men. I just say mm-hmm. homosexual. To me, either and, you and, like and, and those are the dangerous, Dr. Rain, sure, the bisexual ones, because they're not... No, no, bisexual women. They're, they're no different from anyone else. You're moving germs. You should be with one person. And if we're going to have a lot of people, then why can't we get together and agree on some polygyny? So we know where the pipe goes. We know who the children's parents are, and everybody's responsible. This free fall mm. ain't working. Straight exactly. promiscuity ain't working. Okay. All right, now let me go on. So th- throat cancer, I'm sorry, anal cancer, up 100% more likely if you are gay or bisexual. 100% higher to get that cancer that they can't even cure. It can get you in three years. I wonder if that's what Eddie's mm. wrong here. I wonder. I didn't say he mm-hmm. did. Hello. Yeah. Let me move on. Throat cancer has jumped up in some years thousands of percents. Throat cancer. So there are a lot of folk out there. They're so proud. I'm super hit. No, I'm super hit. No, I'm super hit. <laughs> and you know what? About five, six, seven years from now, ah, they just got me super hit. Right? Because they have to take your tracheotomy out. They're going to have to take your trachea out because you're going to have cancer in your throat from putting your mouth, rimming someone, putting your mouth in someone's anus, or swallowing everybody's sperm, or you need someone's nutsack in your mouth, or you're eating everybody's cooch. Oh! Oh, shit! The man not going to like this. Mm-hmm. They're not going to like yep. this conversation at all. Oh, so, what, what what happens with this, my friends, is when you get sick, and those greedy-ass people in medicine that are not into healing or wellness, they're uh-huh. always trying to keep their budgets going. They love the LGBTQ because they can always justify funding because you have a public health threat. Let me give you an example of one. Shingles. Same bacteria, Singella, you can get it from chicken pots, pots, and some of that I think comes from chicken doo-doo, because chickens eat their own doo-doo, and maybe you eat some chicken contaminated by doo-doo, and you get chicken pot, or whatever, however you get it. And then you also can get the same sort or similar type of Singella from eating bowel movement. Wow. Eating the booty like groceries. Somebody knew <laughs> Somebody's mad. Oh my God. Oh, make him stop. He hates everyone. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I hate it by my I I hate, I hate okay, it by so, mistake, yeah. sure. so Obama must be on Obama must be on this conference line. <laughs> let me let me continue to say to you that this Shingilla comes from eating human bowel movement, which is seen as a delicacy for many gay people of eating doo doo. And they have gone to countries like the Dominican Republic and as far away as India to eat people's bowel movement. And now there's a shingles epidemic in Atlanta, 
Chicago, mm. New York, London, Paris, where these people go on these sex tours and they eat bowel movement. But you know what wow. they do to trick the public, to hide the sin and the wickedness and the vulgarity and the vanity of these people as they make it seem as if the shingles that your grandparents may have gotten from chicken pox is the same shingles. So now they're giving and they're pushing around the clock shingles vaccinations. And all they're doing is giving people an STD. Wow. And they're mm. sticking it in children. And the gays are taking it too, but they've made it seem as if everyone needs it to hide since they want to be a people sister. I mean, my thoughts interrupted themselves. They, they wanted to be a distinct people. They didn't want to be classified as being the folks who have shingles. So you lie and you make it seem as if shingles has come back out of nowhere. Mm. No, shingles came from these folks eating bowel movement. And I read about it, but what got me, when I was with uh, Felicia's mother, I came back in April from Ohio. I love Dave's mom. She's one of my best friends. I don't know him too well. That's okay. I don't need fame. I'll take the love. I went to the doctor with my mother, and the doctor recommended that she take a pneumonia shot, and then he mentioned a single shingle shot. And I said to him, Doctor, you know my mother doesn't need a shingle shot because my mother does not eat bowel movement. It's not in her diet. You know damn well that this is not what that is. She doesn't need it. You know what the doctor did? Because he had an assistant physician with him. He didn't debate it. He was shocked that I knew what the shingles was for. Mm. Yeah. And he threw his hands up and dropped it. See, he's going to get paid for her getting a shingle shot, right? But right. she doesn't, he knows my mother's not eating bowel movement. Yeah, I didn't know that. So that all this money's being made off the shingles injection at school. Yes. And everything. Right? And, and there's a new one. It comes that up. That is crazy. Uh, meningitis B. You see all those advertisements, protect your children so if they go off to school, they don't, you don't want them to get meningitis B. Right. Well, you know who gets Meningitis B, cat, you want to eat too. Damn, selfish. Here, I'm going to feed you. You don't respect my radio audience. You don't respect anybody. Animals don't respect anybody. See, anyway, so meningitis B, meningitis B is gay. It was killing. In fact, they had a scare because a bunch of people died from meningitis in California in 2015. It was killing mostly gay people. They don't want to put it out there that gay people are unhealthy because of the sex that they have. Mm. So what they did was they made it seem they, – they, they did public relations and made it seem as if if you're a loving parent, get your children to take this shot. Mm. They don't need it. Go Google it. Tell all the folks, I don't care who you had sex with, go check online, go into Google, and you'll find out the meningitis B shot isn't needed. Meningitis A is enough. And also that flu shot, they market mm-hmm. that like crazy mm-hmm. as well. Well, a little black man that they put in the tatter hat, ch- tatter, ch- the tat, 
No, Chattahatchee, no, Chattahatchee River. The black dudes, mm. the little gay one, they forward and they kill him. Okay, black folks, right. they tell you they love you when you're gay. What they love about you when you're gay and you're black is that you, they're hoping that you don't make other black children. Mm-hmm. And that you identify as gay first and black last. That's a way to bring, because the whole movement, sister, you said they're making people, that's a whole goal. The reason that you hear 10% of the population is gay, which is a lie, is to literally make them qualify to be an ethnic group. But it's interesting. 10% of America's population isn't Native American, and they're an ethnic group. And 10% of America's population isn't Asian, and they're ethnic groups. But they needed that 10% number because it's close to the number of black people. At least mm. the reported number of black people there in the country. Huh? Mm. Then you see the game. So the uh, Kinsey report that came out in the early 50s, Alfred Kinsey, a pedophile and a racist, came up with these ideas in sexuality funded by the foundations. In fact, the Kinsey Institute and their partner organization in San Francisco, they determine all the sexuality education. It's all determined by men that want to have sex with children and men. Mm. Wonder what's wrong with our kids. Do you know that your president Obama or Ofaga, as some of us might say when we're angry, since I got in trouble with the Green Party calling him President Ofaga, they had those same people in San Francisco help determine the education and the television shows. You see all this gay stuff you see on television? They're doing everything except eating doo doo, making doo doo brownies. <laughs> it's the same people. I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on the sexuality. I just want to deal with it. This is bad. And who has the greatest health disparity? Which group leads all others in mental illness and so forth and health problems? Black people. Right. So if you get them caught up in this dangerous sexual lifestyle, where are the hospitals? Where's the clinic? And even when black folks have the money and can afford medical care, they're not treated. They're not given the same pain medication, the same treatment. They die at least 80,000 unnecessarily every year, even when they're receiving medical care. Who's going to die? If you do have a strong family system, what will that strong family system that the religious not want? They're not going to want their kids calling themselves transgender. Not if you had, came up in my family. Then you're going to either stop wearing dresses or get the hell out. And they've created right. an elaborate system all over the country, programs to support Gay children who've been, or should say, black children and others who've been confused about their sexuality have a support system. So rebel against your parents. You be a girl if you're a boy. You be a boy if you're a girl. You want to be John Henry Laquita, you John Henry. You whatever you think you are. It's interesting that black people are never free and they're never equal American citizens that they think so. But, man, you can do it all the way you want in sex. Mm. So it's to create an artificial minority group to compete with us, to muddy the water. They tried it with the white women. That didn't quite work as well, so they brought in the gays. And in reality, Mm. the gay movement is a white male movement. It is a white, Mm. let's say it's a Jewish, Anglo male movement. Most people need to understand. In fact, what I don't like about nigger preachers, in fact, I, I, I can't stand them. And as much as I didn't go to church Sunday, I'm so glad I didn't. Had I gone with my mother, 
she ended up having lunch with Jesse Jackson and Michael Eric Dyson. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't go to church. I was teammate because Jeff looks like Jeff Warren, and his son looks like little mulatto Frankenstein. I don't know what they did to him. See, he so let me, let me ask you this, then, Doctor Short. What, 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 what is your, uh, what's, what's your opinion of of, of uh, Michael Eric Dyson? I'll tell you my first encounter with Michael Eric Dyson. My last one was Saturday. I worked for the News Hour with Jim Lehrer as a production assistant. One of the first people that I had to interview and compile information for pre-interview was Michael Eric Dyson, who was just starting out. This is about 1994. I think this is his first or his second book. You know, he has a lot of books now. And Michael Eric Dyson, his book seemed okay. He seemed okay over the phone, very friendly, personable. And I was just listening. I'm listening attentively, taking notes. And he's so narcissistic, and he needs to, like, be the center of attention, right? Because I was being polite, respectful, interesting story. He wanted to titillate me because he thought I was a white man. So he proceeds to say, you know, I was a welfare father. I was a welfare daddy. And he starts talking about how much he knows about welfare, man. And I got sick to my guts. And I said to him, excuse me, Mr. Dyson or Dr. Dyson, there's corporate welfare that gets a lot more money than the uh, aid to uh, families with children, with dependent children, AFDC, aid, aid to families with dependent children, and Medicaid. These things are needed. They're necessary. And many people deserve them. And some folks really need them. Um, you insult the circumstances under which your first child was born and the woman that bore it by using this pejorative talk about this. So, you know, can we stick to the more interesting topicality of the book about your rise? This isn't useful to me. I don't find this very interesting. Thank you. He paused and then he, but think about an opportunistic sellout Negro to trash your woman and baby to a white man or what you thought was a white man to get a rise or to get yourself some notoriety. Mm. How disgusting. Right. Are you hearing me? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, here I am. Uh, you know, I could have been an idiot. Yeah, how much welfare? How big are the rats in Detroit? I don't want to hear that. Mm. That's who he is when we don't see his ass on stage. Mm. <laughs> That's who he mm. really is. Right. No, no one compelled him. I never asked anything about welfare. I deliberately did not. Um, I'm very critical, as you see, of black people, but I love black people. I don't want to denigrate or tear us down if we don't have to. However, all the gloves yeah. and the rules window for coons. It's a war, whatever scorched earth. But in general, I don't want to tear down black men, black women, black people. All right? So... Um, <clears throat> You would do that of your own accord without being pushed. You're that anxious for attention and recognition. You have a deficit. The last but not least, dude's a hoe. And I I will give it to him. 
that wife he has isn't a whole lot to be excited to come home to, but that's your woman. That's the one that had kids and didn't stop in family court when you couldn't take care of her. You sorry, so and so, find yourself with your perpendicular stuck in everybody but her. You should be thanking God because there are a whole lot of brothers who've been locked up and destroyed, and it wasn't even their kid. Mm. Sorry, motherfucker. <laughs> um, back to um, I wanted to ask you what is your opinion on I would say China you know taking over Africa whether it's well, you don't have to ask Africa. me you got China keep it you polluted it you've effed it up you can't even grow enough rice and you're going to sell us plastic the, the Chinese the African coon leaders, the coons are a real problem. Coons are disease. Yeah, coons are mm. disease, Dr. Short. Coons are disease, and the day that we deal with them, and the day we're inoculated and there's a quarantine of our people from coons, is the minute we become great. Mm-hmm. Hmm? Mm-hmm. Right. What happened to people, let me just say this, the abolitionist movement got a real gush and a burst and a break from those people that ran away from their enslavement and went north. And the coons on the plantation that wouldn't run, that were holding them down, they were able to stir up the whole nation, a handful of black people with almost nothing. Once they got free from coons, almost like it says in the Bible, if I be lifted up from the earth, I'll draw men unto me. If black pride and black freedom and black awareness and black strength is separated from the coons, We'll accrue all the greatness that we deserve as a people. But we have to lift the banner of Africa and African-America because we have a right to be here, too. I'm not an either-or. I'm a both-and. This is ours, too. You know, it's like a mattress. If you peed in it, you grew up in it, it's your mattress, even if you want to throw it away. America's as much ours as Africa is. We stop hurting them. Exactly. Australia should be ours too Except you know they can keep the blonde hair Mm. (laughs) And uh, brother I'm going to say this to you Because you asked me Black men and black women that love black men And love black women We're united Those that love are together Mm. Those that don't love The uh, misogynist And also the man-hating Castrating black women they haven't seen the black man they didn't hate, except for on mm-hmm. payday. <laughs> and then you hate them again. Except on payday. Yeah, you that. yeah, on payday, they like you. <laughs> At the payday, yeah. you know, they like the agents in the store. They yeah. like them coming to buy something, but don't just come up in there. Don't just come up in here. You better be buying something. Right? <laughs> um, black women that don't like it is true. I didn't say all. I said the haters. If you're a hater, you hated me anyway. I don't give a damn. But they're black women that love black men, black women that are committed and vice versa. That black man down in Orlando, Florida, that punched that Jew in the face, who tried to attack their pregnant sister, giving driving lessons to a child, they're black that will stand for sisters, and they're sisters that will stand for black men. Those of us that love each other need to find each other and form a collective. And those people... Right. I'm sorry, I'm a Christian. Jesus said, let the dead bury the dead. If you've died mm. to white supremacy and Negro and fierceism, 
And none of our history, none of our struggles, none of our people who stood in spite of having the greatest power in the world kick us in the ass 400 years. And that's saying something because a lot of people have died off and been broken. And we've never been broken with all of this. With the dope, with everything, there's still some people standing. They've got bombs, right. 400 million guns. I mean, that's just the ordinary people. Got 400 million guns for us. Nukes, biological weapons, and they have the whole world that wants to do business with them against us, including the African countries. And you don't say, damn, those are great people. If they can't feel right. good about us, damn them. We don't want them. We need to, to cut our losses. Tina shouldn't have stayed with Ike. I think it's stupid to be a Buddhist. I think it's stupid to be with that white dude. But, you know, hey. But she had to cut her losses with Ike. Ike beating on Ike. That, that, boom. A real black man will, will split. What are you doing? Punching a woman around breaking a jaw. Huh? Somebody should mm-hmm. break his. And should have broke Ike's mama's jaw for being a pedophile raping her son and passing him around like um like a, a dessert at a party to her friends. Mm. Real talk. Real talk. There are a lot of men out here that are predators whose mothers were predators. Or they got exactly. raped. Uh, she got molested. Damn. Chris Brown got exactly. molested. A whole bunch of people. Michael Jackson got molested. A lot of people. Dinah Ross raped Michael Jackson. <laughs> you know. What? Yep. Oh, wow. That's a confirmation right there. I always had a feeling about that too. But can you make a song about Diana? Yeah, Dirty, Dirty Diana. Diana. Dirty yep. Diana. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Nasty. But, 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 but this, you know, there's something I've been talking about, Dr. Short. Now, I talk about how that, you know, black men. We aren't seen as we aren't seen as as victims first. We're seen as victimizers first, and and, well, and those things that just even, ran off. Even the brother that oh, yeah. got executed in his apartment in uh, and in Texas, Dallas, Texas, was an aggressor. But you have to understand that there's several people who support this thing that black men can't be victims. And one of the, the undersung group of people that we don't call out that don't recognize the victimhood of black men are black men themselves. I use the term unpleasant, but I call it brother fuckers. We have a black man who is not there. He is against black men, and he's a monster towards black women, but he's hard on black men and black women. And so I meet all these black men. I meet them. I talk. Them they've never had a problem with racism. They don't know what everybody's problem is. You know, meet these black men. They're indifferent to what's going on. They're so strong and tough. These asinine. Black men, racism only matters when it hits them upside their head, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. These black men who are always against other black men, I've worked jobs, a black guy's always lying on me, he's always attacking me. I'm not even fighting you. He hates black men. He hates himself. He hates black people. And he mm. lives, in fact, it's normal. Let me tell you something. You go all over the world, I'll tell you that a lot of petty, they have what I call a hypomasculine violent streak. You always see these black men out in the street swinging on each other, fighting, shooting. Just always get, I mean, it's easy to get into a fight with them, even if you don't want to, because they're cowards. They would never go into a white neighborhood and start a fight with anyone, even in self-defense. But the po- when the police come in and beat up their mama, they'll call the cops. In Chicago, the mm-hmm. same people going to kill folks. They see the police throw their guns and run. 
A lot of them have been shot running with their gun to get away from the police, but you were trying to murder other black people. You had no problem trying to kill someone black with come with me. But with a cop, fear. <clears throat> because many black men use the word, but the Bible says from the wealth of the heart, the mouth speaks. The word they use is bitch. And the biggest bitch I've seen have been black men who don't fight for mm. us, fend us, mm. can't solidarity with us, can't work with another black man. I went to white school. These guys could be the most chummy, loving, friendly guys, right, in an all-white fraternity. Mm. But they, no black male was ever cool enough to be any kind of friend or buddy. They're all black men. They're all so good, right? And that man's a bitch. Tiger Woods is a bitch. Mm-hmm. We have bitch-type black men. And they don't want to be with a black woman, and they can't even be a buddy to a black man. OJ's a bitch. Mm-hmm. But they're strong. They can physically hurt you or me. But that mm-hmm. strength, that violent streak is never used on our enemies. That's a motherfucker. And there's no solidarity. There's no emotional connection. There's nothing. It's all about his penis, his pleasure, his white woman. It's it's a white woman. It's a white. It's this bitch if it's a black woman. See, I see the black woman is a different term. Uh, he doesn't like his mama. You know, O.J. Simpson's mama lost her house. O.J. didn't get a house for his mama. Fuck his mm. mama. It's a brother fucker. And we should, black men should have some love and solidarity. I'm not talking about I want to see your penis or how big it is or whatever. I should be able to love you because of what we're going through and who we are. We share all these experiences. But that's foreign. This has been taught to be foreign to us. If I say I love you, only kind of love that we conceive of is, oh, that man looking at my dick. Because there's no concept that may love you enough to want you to have a nice house, for your kids to go to a good school, for your woman to be happy, for your house to be safe, right? For your car right. not to get jacked. This, black men are too weak and too cowardly to say we need it and we want it. And it's worth dying for. The Mexicans right. have it. The white men, all the men that screw us have what the French call esprit de corps, spirit of the body, spirit of the truths. We don't have it as black men typically. I remember going on the internet years ago and putting black men, and I put the word black man and the Boolean church and love, and all the stuff that came up was homosexual. There's Mm. not a concept in our culture or in their culture that we can give a damn about each other as black men. And that's at the core of why we're weak. That's at the core of why Mm. we're oppressed. It's at the core of why folks can roll over on us and push us out of neighborhoods and do whatever they want. And the only place that you see black male solidarity is in prison. Mm, It's a goddamn disgrace on the people who are not in lockup that we can't come together just around the fact we're black men. In fact, there's some more black male solidarity, unfortunately. I'm going to tell you, what, what national annual multi-city gathering of black men happens all over the country every year. Mark? Black Gay Pride Day. Mike? How can people oh, come okay. to 
sucking penises and licking anuses and all that, and the black men who are supposedly straight can't come together for the survival of our women and children? A man that likes, I mean, you know what? They have it every year, and I'll tell you. I, by accident, it used to be across the street from where I lived. I lived in the Towers in Howard as a grad student. Thought there was some kind of black gathering walked up. It was Black Gay Pride Day. Mm. I'll tell you something. It was peaceful. No fighting. No pushing. No struggling. And I came away from that saying, damn, how come the so-called normal street black men can't come together like this? How could they come together over butt cheeks and dick rings? Mm. And we can't come together for the survival of our people. Who's the bigger weakling? The gays or the straight men? So what you love pussy? You're supposed to love it. Do you protect it? Do you house it? Do you defend it from its enemies, foreign and domestic? Mm Mm-hmm. Right. What future do you have for what's going to come through that pussy? Do you know those gay black men were talking about policies to advance their rights and, and their sexuality? I can't find a group of black men that do this kind of stuff around our survival as a collective. Shit, it's sad. Yeah. No, it, it's sad that it can change, but I need other black men, and other black men need me, and I need my sisters. We need each other. And part of how they've enslaved us is to teach us that we don't need each other, and they even wrote into the law that not that two or th- no more than two or three blacks could gather. What they really meant is no more than two or three black men. They don't mind a group of women get together. It's black men getting together. And if your enemy hates something, that's exactly what you should do. Right. You think that they're really upset about the brothers taking the knee in the football game? That's not the thing. It was a black man locking arms saying, fuck you. That's what they, Mm. if they're doing this today, what are they talking about in the locker room? We can't control this. Kaepernick ain't no great leader. He's made black folks stick together, refuse to turn on each other. If they start turning and talking to each other and sharing ideas What's ultimately going to be the conclusion of their talk? That we're their problem. Mm. And they're going to have to do something about it corporately. So when you go to the white school, they don't want to sit with you. But if a couple of black men sit together, that's called (laughs) self-segregating. Whenever black men consolidate, they panic. Four black men in the car, the police stop it. The whole essence of white male power in this country is black male being at each other's throats, being divided, being brother fuckers. And let me tell you something. When you stop being a brother fucker, black women, even the ones that don't like black men, will respect you. I have watched black women that were marginally into black men see a couple of male friends walk in and see who they can get and make those men fight each other. She didn't like any of the men, and she knew at the thought of them, because everything is about getting your penis uh, polished, huh? 
All she had to do is halfway be nice to one to make them fight and kill each other. We're the weakest men in the world when it comes to that. The second leading cause of death for black men is fighting over black women who outnumber us greatly. We look like Mm -hmm. bitches, bro. We are bitches. I was in Brazil the last time I was there, and the Brazilians were talking about how they didn't like, a lot of them didn't like black American men. The thing that they didn't like about black American men was that they fought over women. There was enough for everybody. But the African-American man has been brainwashed, either by choice or through conditioning, that there's some, pardon my language, sister, pussy shortage. There's not enough women for everybody, so I have to be against every other man or the world will run out. I mean, pussy will run out and I won't get any. It's like playing musical chairs or musical booty <laughs> when the music stops. There's no chairs to sit in. Okay. And we hate each other for invent reasons because we're cowards. We don't really want to fight who's bothering us. So we invent reasons. Okay, like colors. Mm-hmm. I got on red. You got on blue. You'll shoot me if I have on blue, but you won't touch a cop. Mm. Hmm. Sound like a bitch to me. Mm-hmm. And so, and trust me, so much of our people into this confused sexuality has a lot to do with the fact that, like I said to you, if I was a young, confused man, and all I saw was black men fighting and being against each other, and you couldn't like art or music or whatever, and they go to a black gay pride thing, and they're talking about music and art, and the people are friendly, shoot, tag my booty, I didn't sign in for this. Oh, yes, it happens just like that every day. People say, this makes more sense than this bitch-ass manhood that we have, where everybody's mean, everybody's selfish, nobody's for real, nobody talks about feelings. We don't talk about one out of three of us being the victims of sexual abuse. I knock on wood and thank God of the many attempts to molest me, white and black, female and male. It didn't happen. But I know people it did happen too. We black men don't talk about this. We don't talk about the rape in prison. We don't talk about the rape in child and family service. We don't talk about the rape in foster care and, and adoption. We don't talk about the rape in church. We don't talk about black women in schools as our teachers giving the girls better grades than the boys, even when the boy is smart. We don't talk about the mm-hmm. black males favoring the females over the males and how that hurts. You ever go to a black academic place and the person with the best grades is always female? If that's true, how come the black women aren't <laughs> salutatorians at all the white schools too? I'm not saying that they don't. I'm not saying that they aren't smart. I've just tried to tell you, I know people with one ten times smarter than I know someone that got straight A's in French and can't tell you a word of French and I can halfway speak it. I got C's. Same mm. class teacher. I got marked down by black females because I was male, because a lot of our teachers were lesbians that were angry at men. And the white mm. women who target black boys and destroy them in school, and these idiots want to F white women when they become adults. Dumb. Mm-hmm. But black men have to admit that I bleed. I'm human. I hurt. Exactly. I, I I get unfairly targeted when I go to divorce court. I saw a thing up on Facebook, a man who'd been raising a kid who was like 
11 years old. The mother had been on crack and was in jail for eight years. And when the mother came out, barely had herself together. The court immediately took the kid from the man and had him like eight to 10 years and gave him to the mother who's just coming out of jail. Mm. Why? Uh, Black men can't love. Black men can't care. Black men lead all men in this country almost as an aggregate, as raising children as single parents, and yet the idea is that a black man can't love children. Mm. Talk to them. And by the way, I blame black men. You talk about black female hatred? Mm. Well, how many brothers do I know that have promoted their women having sex with women because they thought that was sexy? Hmm. Um. You put that on her, then she enjoys it. Then when she moves you out to move the other woman in, you feel like you've been done wrong. <laughs> yep. Idiot. Tell him, tell him, tell him, doctor. Yeah, man. I had real talk right there. Try to come in on me, tell me how much he hated gay people. I guess he's trying to tell me, nigga, I don't want you. I'm just chatting with you. But I told him, you know what? I wish you were angry with the people that hurt you as you are with me who you don't know. And the brother says, what do you mean? I says, look, you can talk this crap to me, but let me tell you from your attitude, your first wife left you for a lesbian, you sucker. <laughs> and you let her slobber, you let her slobber on, on her in front of you. And yet you're worried about the dude that lives two blocks away that's gay that never bothered you. Why are you so worried yeah. about him and you didn't defend your own home? Real and the talk. nigga, he shut up. And he admitted his first wife left him for a lesbian. And there are a lot of black men. So what you got a big rollo? It can get boring. In fact, some women don't like having sex at a certain age. Rather be with the woman, just cuddle. Don't not have to deal with you grinding on her. Yeah, she'll sell you out. And she'll get the house and the kids will still like her because it's real hard to tell your kids that your mom's a dyke. She can tell folks you're a fag. <laughs> but if you tell your Mom's a dyke, you're in trouble. Yeah, that's a contradiction double standard, which means, black man, you've got to walk a certain way not to get snagged by the double standards and the systems out here. Black men have to have, stop having double standards. Black men were angry exactly. with Sammy Davis Jr. for hugging on Richard Nixon, almost like his face was planted between his cheeks at the Miami Republican Convention in 1972. And they stopped buying Sammy Davis records, stopped going to his concerts, stopped doing everything. Hate Sammy Davis. That was fair. Richard Nixon was killing the Panthers. Richard Nixon was destroying the Great War on Poverty. Richard Nixon was a racist. Mm -hmm. But so was W. Bush. W. Bush is racist. But we love Michelle. She's a strong black woman, humped more on Bush in public than Obama. Uh. <laughs> and folk, well, she has, uh, Michelle has a big ass, so she gets a pass on being a coon. No, I believe yeah. in equality. The same way I would come after Davis, I'm on Michelle. In spite of the big mm. ass, it's wonderful. Could be a water slide at a theme park. But if it doesn't defend the black nation, it's basically an mm. ass in service of the enemy. Mm. Now, we can do the news now. I just got started. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, man. Hey, 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 um, Amiri. Um, Amiri. Yeah. Um, give the call number for people that are listening or is 
Oh uh, yeah, the call the calling number six <clears throat> the calling number six four six five six four nine eight five eight. But I, I I you know I'll be honest, we only got ten minutes of the stream left. Um, oh well, that's going okay. Overtime. Well, this is a good ten minutes. Uh, well, we can do a okay. few minutes overtime. We could do fifteen minutes over, and we'll call it quits there. But I hope okay. we're having a, a real discussion about what is. What is? Because we can do. I'm I'm down for doing the news. We could talk about Yemen. We could talk about Kavanaugh. Isn't that nice? He's getting the Clarence Thomas treatment, and he actually raped somebody. Clarence Thomas was scoring mm-hmm. the heel and broke it off. He got a, a high yellow half. He got a light skinned girl who was. He got a bisexual light skinned girl and the heel flipped out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Clarence Thomas is supposed to be packing. When you take it away, everybody don't like their toys being taken back like that Amber Geiger. That dude gave her some and decided to cut it off when they shot him. It's my toy. Yeah. Yep. My yeah, candy that, cane. That, 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 yeah, my that, candy that story that, she, that, that, that they kind of giving the news about that situation, that, 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 that doesn't add up. She was the right. wife's girl who basically figured that the one thing that a coon wanted was her. And when he hit it and stepped off of it, she was on the death mission. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, you know, they act like women can't be vain. She can't right. believe what you don't want my white coach out killing you. You haven't met, you haven't seen white women. You ever turned a white woman down and had them come after you, punish you. I have. I'm not interested in white females. Had them like get you. Know, they're dangerous, Doctor They are very dangerous. I'll show you. How dare you? Your people don't even do things like this. And I offer it to you and put you, and you do. I'll show you. I'll right. Oh my God! I had one of them do that to me. Oh, I'm so angry, got me punished. This and break him. Everybody black wants right. it. Most white women, no matter how ugly, broke down. Even when they're on a walker right. with a mustache and old, think you want them. For him to hit it up, bust it up for her, and then pull it away, she's banging on that. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, all right, bitch. <laughs> and, so, and the other thing I have to just be honest, dudes are Caribbean. And these people from Africa and Latin America, oh, how they look down on the dirty, stupid African-American who can't take advantage Mm -hmm. of the American dream. They're just so bad and stupid, always making excuses for white people. I can't stand them. Oh, I don't want my kids around them. They're in a good private Catholic school. I'm going to live in a gated community and be the only non-white people there, but I don't want and if one black American, even such as one, they better not move them next to me in my subdivision. I'm going to go to my lawyer. <laughs> okay. I told my friends over Facebook and everywhere else, you foreign black people who've come here, who've bought into the idea that we're weak people, we're stupid, we don't know anything, we deserve what we get, we like being poor, and all this stuff is all we've ever been, without ever asking the question as to why then you're in service of the people who've done this to us. And you're cursed two times because they're going to curse you and your ancestors that sold some of us here are cursing you too. So you're in a double bind for coming here and not knowing where you're going. You get where I'm coming from? 
I I know what it's like to be in another country and not know where I was going and get lost. And I was lucky to get back more than one time. You need to know where you are and where you've been. You know, I went to the most dangerous areas of Rio de Janeiro in the middle of the night. When I got home and I told someone I had worked from the Samba Drome all the way to uh, the neighborhood, my friend almost lost her mind. Do you know you could have been killed or disappeared? I don't know. I thought it's just walking. So you don't just walk. Mm-hmm. People disappear down there. I didn't know. Right. Because I don't know the country. Other people are black. I'm right. black. I shouldn't have a problem, right? That's not always mm-hmm. the case. I almost got mm-hmm. kidnapped in Brazil. Thank God I knew someone who happened to work for the CIA or associated with the CIA. And as these people were driving, I made, I thought I was talking to good people who had picked me up. I had no idea they planned to rob me. And I says, I have mm. friends that work in that building and the guys got scared. I didn't know what was up. And then they started demanding all this money. And when I realized, oh my God, I'm being robbed. And I told those guys, see, vocês me danach, meus amigos, Val, vocês tomar nos sacos plásticos na lata da rua. If y'all hurt me, my friends are going to put you in plastic bags and leave you on the side of the street. They let me go. I learned never take a gypsy cab in a foreign country. Oh, my God. And a lot of these people are taking a gypsy cab in America. They don't know where the hell that shit's going. So you're going to see more black people from other countries killed, lynched, beaten, raped, tortured, disappeared. It's going to increase. In fact, it's happening more than what we're hearing because many of those people don't go to the authorities because they don't want to go back to where they came from, so they don't say anything. Right. Hate crimes and violent crimes against these people is going up in tremendous numbers. They would never tell, and they're too proud to say it's happened to them because they're black, because you know what that means. That puts them in the same camp with us. Mm. Oh, they don't, they don't want that. Now and then it happens. Remember the guy from the IMF World Bank? He had a female-type sounding name. That's why I can't remember it. He raped uh, the sister, made her give him a blowjob in the hotel room. And mm-hmm. she was a Diablo was her last name. She's a Fula, Fulani woman. Uh, I can't remember the guy, but he was from the IMF World Bank. And he raped her and the only people that came to her eight were black Americans. Remember Amadou Diallo, if you're old enough. And yeah. He's from, he's from Guinea, and the only people that stood with him were black Americans, right? And the people mm-hmm. who are raising him in Dallas right now are not the Caribbean community. In fact, I don't live more than two miles from the uh, embassy of, of St. Lucia. It's on 16th Street. They haven't issued a statement because those coons want to continue to launder the dope money coming from America. That's just the price of doing business is that dude to get blown away. They're going to keep their mouth shut. Foreign blacks have come here, coons. Most of y'all coons don't like it. So what? Yeah, yeah, aren't coming here. And you don't, they don't come to America to join our struggle. We shouldn't expect them to. America is a big shit vacuum cleaner. Sucking up foreign shit from all over the world. The people, the coons from other countries, the Vietnamese drug-dealing coons that were helping the French kill their own people, they all came here. Okay, every country that has a repressive, crooked-ass government 
when the government gets into trouble, their people come here and the white folks hand them black people as slaves to steal from, to set up stores in their neighborhoods and so forth. Uh, it's a fact, scum. I'm not saying that the, uh, the Jean family is scum, but um, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if this little brother has two white girlfriends. And the mother's walking around acting like she doesn't think her son screwed that girl. Come on, y'all. Let's talk about the islands. Let's talk about the big tourism industry is a nice word for talking about sexual trading, sex tourism. They're down there. Rent a dredge. You can go and buy a person. Uh, There's a book called Born for Dead written by this white journalist that came out over 20-some-odd years ago, and it was really nice because saying how this Jamaican man walked up to her with very tight swim trunks on. Hello, ma'am. Ma, you have a beautiful little pussy. (laughs) And you have these men walking up, up, soliciting women for sex, white women from Europe, and sometimes sisters from America. You get the really chunky ones that don't have the same competitive attention as the more in shape sisters. They can go down and get a tune-up in the Caribbean. And they also go to Morocco, and they go to Gambia, and the guys who screw the white women, the people, if you have a big big one, if you have big genitalia, we're revealing a shorts and go down to the beach. Someone will ask for you, and they're called bumpsters because they'll mm-hmm. bump it for you. Mm-hmm. So let's be honest, because I had some Jamaican men many years ago call all black American women whores. And I said to them, brothers, maybe some, but not all. All of our sisters are not without honor. And even those that you say don't have honor, they're servicing you. Isn't that kind of ungrateful to trash them? And it says, oh, no, all of them are whores. So so there's no women in your country that do this? And they mm. gave me a little Caribbean arrogance because they assume black Americans are stupid. Okay, fine. So I said to him, how much is a Jamaican dollar to the American dollar? So back then it's about 20 to 1. So, so, so how many of you guys are rich Jamaicans that could come up with the 20 to 1 ratio for you to get your ass from Jamaica here in Howard University? <laughs> and they got, and I says, but you know what? Because it seems like you'd have to make, to make, what, twenty dollars? You'd have to have four hundred of your dollars. If they're paying you a few Jamaican dollars a day to work down there, it would take you forever. But if you're screwing the tourists, you can make that money in the summer, can't you? Right. You're all back right. for the summer. Aren't you? Mm-hmm. And I said, do you really think that we are, that people go to your country for the beaches? He says, we've got California and Hawaii and Florida, South Carolina, and the Gulf Coast, and we have Martha's Vineyard, and we've got Myrtle Beach. We've got beaches to spare. And we don't go there to watch cable. We have cable here. <laughs> they go to the Caribbean for bargain basement sex, and you guys... Do it with a smile. It doesn't happen like that here. Right. So when you guys right. can prove to me that you got into Howard University without giving yourselves to men and women, 
when you can when you can tell me in my eyes you haven't slept with white men and white women to get into this school when you tell me that that you never did it even once i'll let you call black women whores and i'll apologize to you and that's going to be a hard one <laughs> yes definitely yes <laughs> they all walked away from me with their heads down mm. Mind you, I was willing to apologize and have their point of view, provided you tell me the same horse that you don't like here. You didn't do that down there, and your friends don't mm. do it. Mm-hmm. And I said some, and I said to them, "Y'all not even the light-skinned Jamaicans. I know you don't have any money." <laughs> yeah, you're right. Because the bleach in Jamaica are crazy down there, man. It's a color line in Jamaica, man. This was where this the light yard you get inside. <laughs> This was before Bleach broke out. So these brothers, oh, no. so there's no way. So nice-looking guys, which means that they had been hoes. But you come here and look down on our hoes, but your hoes where you came from. Why are we doing that to each other? <laughs> when I see folks in prostitution abroad, I don't hate them. I understand there's a system that's debased and destroyed people. Don't hate them. I'm not mad at them. I feel bad I can't do something to help it or give something. Get, get where I'm coming from. When they come here, they don't like to see that. They don't. This is sort of what we should be doing is feeling some empathy for one another. Okay? I was talking to the congresswoman from the Virgin Islands. You know, the Virgin Islands hasn't been built back. Not just Puerto Rico. But, you know, they've got the, I think the governor of, of the Virgin Islands is a white gay dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, isn't that something? How did that happen? They talk about our lack of pride. Jesus. <laughs> right? And and I didn't lie on nobody. And my, my, well, my first college girlfriend is a Caribbean from Virgin Islands. Have love for the place. I don't hate. I don't. I love the diaspora, especially the super black sisters. I mean, the ones that are so black, they look like a pan skillet came to life. Love it. Mm. In fact, I got mad at her when the winter time came. She got lighter. I stopped talking to her for a couple of weeks. <laughs> mm. you better get yourself a tan. Like, I'm leave you. Try to get white up on me. I could have got no, somebody. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, uh, um, Remy. Let me ask that short question. I Go ahead, um, Dr. Sh- Dr. Randy Short. Um, one question because I know there's certain things going on with R. Kelly. This is kind of off topic a little bit, but his brother came out now about this and also wrote a book. Fourteen-year-old. The man's yeah. a hole. Okay, he's a degenerate mm-hmm. hole. He's talented. Okay, they're holes. Mm-hmm. There's a hole in my family. He was messing with an underage person. Um, his name is Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Mm. Yeah, when he got with Jan, she was about 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, she was. I love Marvin Gaye. Mm-hmm. Come on, come on. Right. <laughs> I, I, I love Marvin. Okay, love Marvin. No. He was gay. Huh? I still couldn't think of it, but go on. No, I didn't say Marvin Gaye was gay. Marvin Gaye's okay. daddy was a pervert or, or, or at least a cross-dresser or something. He had a problem. 
He's very close to my dad and to my um, grandfather and grandmother and Marvin's brother, Frankie, was in my dad's singing group. <sighs> Marvin Gaye came up Pentecostal. Y'all have no idea what that means. If you've been in church seven days a week, can't do nothing, it can make somebody mm-hmm. crazy. Have you ever gone to church seven days a week? Ever? I mean, just mm. have no. you? Okay. No. Okay. You, you haven't done it once. Okay. Well, I did that for many years of life. I think um, I have still haven't recovered from that. As soon as you're out of school, you dress, you're in church. You're in church until 11 o'clock at night. You get home it about 12. Hmm? It must really bother psyche to be in service every day of the week instead of, like, the weekends, like, every day. No, during the weekends, too, every day. I said seven days a week. Yeah, every, yeah that's what I'm saying. Every yeah, that's what I'm saying. single day you're in church, every day. And you see the same people, the same jackasses that don't mean any of what they're saying. <laughs> and you see that, and it can make you real crazy, okay? Especially when you're like me and you can see that the assistant pastor is a pedophile screwing the boys and you're stuck mm-hmm. with this person. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so no, it's real it's real nuts. And so people that come up in that and hiding behind religion doesn't solve the problem. You can talk about mm-hmm. Jesus all you want, but you gotta deal with someone when they're a predator. You gotta deal with the girl who can't get any attention, right? You gotta mm-hmm. deal with that, you know. You can shout all you want, but if you're a junkie, you need to sweat that stuff out. Uh, God can deliver, but you got to help. You get what I'm saying in every other word, you know, when you're having a fart. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God bless him. Hallelujah. Amen. Every other word is is, is godly, please. Hmm. And I don't have anything against, like me personally, I don't have nothing against religion. It's just that in our community, I feel like it's used as a weapon. It's, it's, It's used as social control and a weapon. And by the way, mm-hmm. I do believe in God. I do. I pray all that this stuff work too. Mm-hmm. But um, when I go into a church that says, thou shalt not take God's name in vain, and you made him into a cracker that looks like somebody's sex toy, uh, really? <laughs> all right. Right. I mean, for you, don't even have the the originator of the faith in the right image, okay? Right? You shouldn't have any graven images, any false images of God. Well, mm-hmm. almost every black church has a false image of God. Y'all can't even get the Ten Commandments right, and you want ten percent of my income, and for me to sit up under your silly ass and listen to you scream seven days a week? Right. I'd rather have a I'd rather have a V eight. That's pimp right there, man. Let's say, uh, give me a ten percent. <laughs> I don't care right. if I, I fall. Give me that ten percent. Pence looks like a pedophile. The vice president. Did you see that picture of him with his nipples out with his friend? They look like they, you know, yeah, they, want some homoerotic, they want some homoerotic <laughs> Gilligan's Island. I don't know which one plays Skipper. Right. I heard that Mike. I'm sorry, Vice President Pence's wife doesn't wear underwear. She's so needy. She don't even wear drawers. I'm hoping somebody just. You know, she and Michelle could do a book together. <laughs> wow. 
come on. Do y'all think that Barack and Michelle are like really cool? Nah, not me. I didn't vote for the nah, I don't worry. Not me either. I just feel like, you know, he was used as a weapon against us to keep us docile for eight she years was, while they playing in the background, you know? She was used too. I mean, all you could do is grow sweet potatoes. You didn't even make no damn pies for nobody. No, baby. No. <laughs> no. I mean, you can do yeah. something. I've seen, I've seen women in bad situations, had a bad man, and they managed to do stuff for their children and other people under lots of constraints. Michelle did not look like Barack beat her ass. In fact, she probably puts a strap on and rides him to town, okay? She don't look like she take no mess off of him. He even says she's Yeah, his I rock. believe you. And I wonder what he meant by rock. She's my rock. Mm-hmm. She's my rock. She's my rock. <laughs> Remember Obama said she's my rock. Dr. Short, you went, you went to school with Obama. T- t- tell, tell Remy and, and, and Eric the, about the, um, the first time you, you uh, caught window and of him. Obama at, okay. at Harvard. It's oh, really wait, simple. Wait, say that again? Yeah. Now, he went to the school of law, went to the school of religion. I always want to be honest about this. But uh, Obama, I'm certain that he's the person that I saw maybe once or twice. But the first time I saw Obama, he was giving a presentation to the Federalist Society. This is a group of people that are against affirmative action, civil rights and voting rights for black people in affirmative action. Uh, okay, that's who he spoke to. And he was getting a deal with them to support him to betray the black students in the Black Law School Association to make him president of the Harvard Law Review. And that's what wow. happened. And he was telling them how much he didn't like black people, that blacks were stupid. They just look at his skin color and think he's one of them. And he says, you know, I don't like him either, but they think I'm one of them. Um, and, he right, doesn't care and, and if you look at his presidency, it does mirror what I heard him say. Let me tell you something, what you should do if you can go back and find the Harvard Law Review for 1988 and 89 and compare it to the years prior, the Harvard Law Review under Obama's uh, leadership went completely to the right against uh, affirmative action and all this stuff. And the, uh, what happened, um, Obama's allegedly uh, was forced to give up the presidency of the Law Review because he couldn't keep his hands off the white boys on staff. Mm. That's the rumor. Wow. I think it's true. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have yeah. a buddy who has a a web a web page, and he had a picture of Obama's personal uh, guy, Reggie Love, the tall, dark-skinned, bald-headed dude with the big smile. Yeah. And. He claimed there's a picture he had of Reggie smiling with the white boy scrotum on his forehead. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I would challenge people, um, get my email, anybody that wants to see it. If you look at the uh, neon sign that was at the bathhouse that Obama and Barack, I'm sorry, Obama and Rahm Emanuel used to have a membership in, it's it's it got destroyed December last year. They knocked it down. Uh, I guess to build new buildings. Also, some people said the building had health issues because of all the filth that had gone on in there. 
but the neon mm-hmm. sign that's outside of the uh, at the entrance of the man man country, which is the uh, bathhouse, the neon sign is very similar to Obama's campaign symbol, the thing with the blue and red. It's right, it's yeah. rose it's rose and blue. If you were to flip it upside down and make the red lines concave out away from the circle, it would be identical to his campaign symbol. His campaign symbol looks a lot like the uh, entry sign to the gay bar. I'm sorry, the gay uh, bathhouse he used to go to. To me, you can't just make that stuff up, okay? Anybody that doesn't believe me, email me, wrandyshort at gmail.com. I'll send you a picture. Hmm? I'll send you a picture. And you, you can okay. get mad at me all you want. I mean, blame, I didn't make it. I didn't put the neon sign there. I didn't make the campaign thing. I had. I didn't even try to look and see what that bathhouse looked like until Obama was on his way out of office. I was that disinterested. And when my friends started talking about it, I said, oh, damn, what does this place look like? From now that I don't want to go in. And when I saw the neon sign look like his campaign symbol, I said, dude, Look at this thing. It looks like his campaign symbol. When he looked at it, we started laughing, saying, oh, my God. Mm. Maybe he knew. In fact, he did knew. There's no way. If you've gone there for years having sex with people, you see that circle looks like your campaign thing. Mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Are y'all hearing me? I mean, I'm not making yes, it. Yes, you are. I didn't do it. I, I would have been happy. In fact, I like being wrong. I like being wrong a lot because a lot of stuff I see bothers me. I'm going to tell you about yeah. 3 o'clock this morning, I got a Facebook communication from a young man named Afdal Leach. Uh, five, six years ago, I was trying to help get Afdal out of jail because he had been accused of being a domestic terrorist. He's a young guy, didn't do anything. The police beat him up threw him in a jail cell with the drag queen that was coming on to him. And he's a, a young man, not even 17 years old, okay? Mm. And uh, the person that blocked me from getting this young man out of jail before that experience hurt his spirit, and he now believes he's schizophrenic, which isn't true. It's, I'm, by the way, forgive me, he believes he's got a mental problem. I think he's just mad. But I tried to tell this boy's grandmother, when I was trying to raise the bail money, which I did raise, uh, to get him out of jail, I said, the longer he's in, the more severe this experience is going to be on him and on his peers. You might mm-hmm. lose this boy suicide, or you may lose another one of the grandchildren behind this trauma. You got to help me. They told me I was causing the woman high blood pressure to stop bothering her. I just found out 3 o'clock this morning that his younger brother committed suicide. Okay, mm-hmm. he couldn't have been more than 17. And mm-hmm. what I want to say to you, I didn't want to see that. I was begging the lady so this wouldn't happen. I told her this in 2012 or 2013, 2013, 2000, yeah, 2013. Okay, 2012, 2013, somewhere in there. It happened just like I said it would. Um. My mother and other people called me a prophet. I accept that. Uh, But it isn't something I have. It's something that's given from the creator. And you see stuff just like it is. 
And it's really mm-hmm. unpleasant. You can warn someone, hey, look, don't do this. I don't want this to happen. And folks shove you aside, laugh at you, and then it happens. Then they come back to it's like, I was trying to keep that from being what would be. Mm. That young man reached out to me to thank me for being one of the few people that tried to help him when he was in jail. He says, I'm always grateful. You're someone who did all this stuff. You don't even know me. And we're supposed to do that. But you see what I'm saying? You see stuff coming before. Right. And that's like with Obama. When Obama was lying and all that kind of stuff, I... I I completely was able to read his card. I called one of my best friends in California and told him that there is a bisexual half-breed at the law school that's going to be president of the United States in about 20 years. I told him this 30 years ago last month. His name is Bama something. I didn't see it in writing. Someone just told me. Because I went out and asked these people, who's that mulatto in there? He can lie like Richard Nixon on steroids. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's going to be present the way he's a pathological liar and walk over black people's backs to get to the presidency, right? Do you know what? Uh-huh. I forgot that I told him that. And uh, I had someone have to remind me, yeah, you told me about that nigga. You told me when I moved you from Massachusetts to D.C. I told one, I told maybe two or three people about this person that was bisexual and half breed that hated black people, and it sure did happen. And when I saw Obama again on television in 2004, I started telling everybody, "Don't go for it. We're going to get screwed." I hate McCain. Don't get me wrong. I hate right. McCain. Okay, in fact. I, I wasn't, I, shoot, I was so glad Cynthia McKinney was running to this day. I'm so glad. Yeah, I voted for the black woman. I was down with the black woman that stood up for us. Right. That's, a, that's one of my proudest moments in life is, is supporting Cynthia McKinney as a delegate in the racist-ass state of Tennessee. I'm very proud to have supported her. And by the way, a lot of times, brothers, our sisters are 100% on the money ahead of the curve. It may not make sense. Women have a, another type of thought that's unique to women, but it's half of the wisdom in this world comes from their heads. And sometimes we need to learn. You know what? Had a million black people supported Cynthia McKinney, that would have sent a message that all of us didn't buy into this BS, but so few of us voted for Cynthia. Obama and them would have, even though he would have gotten most of the black folks, a whole lot of people said, you know what, everybody black ain't for you like you think. When black right. folks gave so many of their votes, he seemed as if everybody gave him practically 100% of their support. And mm-hmm. uh, we screwed Cynthia McKinney. I saw the little punk that replaced her. I took his picture, Hank Johnson. Um, he had hepatitis C. I don't know if he got rid of it. I don't know how he got it. Um, I'm not going to speculate either, but hepatitis C, sometimes can, you can get it in creative ways. Read between the winks and blinks. Mm. How could mm. that dude have her seat all these years? 11 years he sat in Cynthia McKinney's seat. This do-nothing Idiot. In fact, I was at the Congressional Black Circus for just a breakfast. You know, I took some 
Kuhn antibiotic pills so I could endure being in a room with so many sellouts one time and try to not lose my mind, you know, go crazy, have a catatonic episode. And when one of the Coons, the chairman of the Congressional Black Caucus, Cedric Richmond, the liar from Santa, and he got up to get out of the room because I thought they were cussing. And uh, <laughs> so I was out in the uh, reception area talking to people feeling more sane um, but oh and my jokes oh I gotta put this down so y'all hear I saw uh, this woman with this incredible figure they had like an oven oven stuffer roasted behind I mean and even when you're an intelligent person and you believe in God you still know this behind some bus lights you do and I was like wow who that and when they turned their head turned I mean if I had glasses on it would have cracked it was Maxine Waters Hmm. If she spent as much on her face as she did on wigs, whew, she'd be a fox. Um, but she must be eating donuts or something. Dunkin' Donuts must be getting stock splits off of her. But that behind she had, that thing got big, like there's a, a hot air balloon under her jacket. <laughs> it, hmm. it could have floated. <laughs> and it's like, wow. I'm serious. I mean, she's 80. I mean, the figure was working. And she was able to, you know, her no good. Um, and that dude was on his cell phone uh, texting during the prayer at the end of the prayer breakfast. Mm-hmm. And there are other things. Kamala Harris was there with those deep um, lines in her forehead. What's a black woman at her age doing what it looked like <laughs> you could put some corn seeds in there and get some growth? Those fur are so deep. <laughs> and, you know, maybe that comes from sleeping with Willie Brown. You know, that's what they say. Willie Brown, the one who did the first, first American mayor to do gay marriages. Right. She used, she used to, uh, like, trim him up. He's a little slut, man. Whew, slut. Yeah. <laughs> and so, oh, and just looking at, I mean, these people, this is your leadership? I mean, I'm so glad I didn't see right. John Lewis. Because, you know, I was tempted to say, ooh, he touched me, a rave. <laughs> Get in some trouble. Um, but, uh, my friends, we have to do this again, but I'll just do the news yes. real fast. Yemen, they have to 10 million people, many of them, about a third or more of the population of Yemen is black. So there's a genocide of black people that affects up to 20 million folks happening. Obama and Hillary started it, and, and Trump hasn't stopped it just so you know. Um, Mm -hmm. Of course, there's flooding and all this kind of stuff, which is interesting. Um, It's nice because it hit the coastal areas of the white folks have pushed all the black people out in South Carolina. Hmm. That's back Mm -hmm. at you, even with the weather machine. You know, it may get them first. At some point, a whole bunch of these older white folks who are retired, who stolen all the land from everybody. It's going to be very interesting to see how they fare with that. Of course, you know that um, the Laquan McDonald case started Monday in Chicago, and the highlight of that is, of course, um, the Catholic Church, the bishop of the Catholic Church is there on the side of the killer cop. So all the Negroes who want to be Catholics, that you know, go ahead, be a coon. And bad music, uh, difficult rules, pedophile leaders, 
and they're not even cool to be around. So, you know, if you want to, you know, do some sort of religious version of the Adams family, be my guest. Um, the other thing that's happening in Chicago is a Hispanic dude named Chewy wants to be mayor. And so uh, black folks need to prevent that from happening. Um, if you saw in the polls that guy Gillum, doing like Ben Jealous, who, who's running for governor in Maryland, they both claim to have gay brothers. Um, ben Jealous is going to get his ass beat by the Republican governor. And Gillum's supposed to be ahead by six points. <clears throat> you know, that sister, the one that looks like she could, like, repair 16-wheeler. Um, what's her name? Um, Stacey Abrams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has a little uh, jungle boogie hairdo. And you don't see her with any significant other. So I'm wondering if it's a white woman. Um, the Democrats have not electrified the base. The Republicans are going to probably beat the shit out of them in a couple of weeks. We'll see. Um, the folks are going crazy in South Africa. That stuff's going to blow at some point. That's kind of cool. Um, right. I love this thing again. Kavanaugh's Clarence Thomas 2.0. If Trump gets rid of Sessions, it's going to be very interesting what happens next with the Justice Department because Sessions has done everything he could to put Negroes back in the 19th century. So I can't wait to see his little racist deputy dog, keeper elf-looking ass, go back to Alabama. And the infamy, on top of that, um, I have in a good account that Sessions is gay, and uh, Sessions even is alleged to have a black boyfriend. That's what I think they have of him. And they probably have pictures of him uh, giving head to his black boyfriend. And, you know, his life is over. If his clansmen saw him giving service to a black dude, the only thing left for him is take his life. They they would right. hate him. I mean, we, we, we could see you having like a little coon bitch, but, but a, a, a nigga, you just <laughs> to treat him like that. I mean, how do we know that you don't really mean what you said in your uh your uh, confirmation hearing that you believe in civil rights, well, you're certainly doing it for that guy in private. Why did you hide this from him? So I told one of Trump's friends that Sessions has a black boyfriend. That's one of the problems. That's what they're using to control him. And Mm -hmm. um, when I did a Facebook Live and talked about Sessions being gay, it got about 2,000 hits and all of a sudden disappeared. So... um, Wow. <laughs> well, they yeah, well, it did, they didn't normally I get put off of Facebook. They just made that disappear. They didn't want cuz I screen copied all messages cuz that would have been proof that they're protecting it. On top of that, Sessions um runs the group of people that may be involved in pedophilia down in Alabama. Now you see why that Pizzagate, Pedogate stuff stopped down there. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know that Kamala Harris and, and Cory Booker are stepping up there on the cover of Ebony and uh, that's certainly a copy I wouldn't, uh, I'm not going to buy that one that'll stay at the stands I'll get a digital one that doesn't have a cover um, right. in California and in other places I mean, are you enjoying like the Molly Tibbetts trial is starting in Iowa which is going to be really interesting not trying but the guy just quit the, the little Hispanic illegal dude that killed the white woman, and the white people are mad and they're hiding that from people. So oh. you're going to see one more white anger against um, Latinos. In fact, that's a great idea. I've got to get the Molly Tibbetts election committee to say no to Chewy being uh, mayor. 
in, in Chicago. All we have to do is make him the killer of Molly Tibbetts. And, um, mm. <laughs> yeah, put that out there. Um, the other thing is you've been seeing uh, there has been an uptick in police shootings and protests and stuff. The police just killed somebody in Chicago. The people are mad. The police just killed somebody in New York. People are mad. Um, and so there are lots of different things going on everywhere. So the black community had a low boil. And uh, in addition to that, you know that they did a report within the last uh, week or so that the white population is declining in 27 states, in particular from California to Georgia. Um, so white folks are dying off. Um, not only is there God, he's a mighty God, right? And uh, that's going to continue. And the black population is growing, although they're not being honest about it. And by the way, um, also there's someone running for Senate. Uh, Mike Epstein is running for Senate Mississippi. He may not get it, but he's going to make a good run of it. I was telling you all about what's his name, Ben Jealous who I had a little argument with back in 2003 because I, I, I felt that black, the black community surviving genocide was more important than homosexual rights, and he, he cussed me out. Um, mm. went off. Well, what does that say? By the way, I was doing radio shows here saying, Ben, where's your wife at? And I just found out that his wife left him in 2015. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so um, yeah. we have all of these things going on around sex, race. You know that the uh, stock market is going high, but that stuff could all crash as the Fed's going down. You know, the Chinese submit. You know, we're close to having a war between the United States and Russia and Syria. I think the Russians punk down because they don't want to die for some sandwiches. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Libya's back to fighting. Ukraine is in trouble. They just assassinated the leader of the Ukrainian. You know, Obama destroyed the government of the, the thing and put in uh, some uh, philo-Semitic Nazis, philo meaning lovers. So Jewish loving Nazis run the Ukraine. They just killed the head leader of that, so there's going to be problems in Ukraine again. South Korea and North Korea have made friends. They're promising not to have no wars. Um Wow, it, it just goes on and on. I mean, I know you heard that the Chinese have announced that they're going to start putting major military bases in Africa. If a dumbass yeah. African go that, they can kiss it goodbye. But you know what? Don't let their asses come over here. And I have to say something to you about that Colin Kaepernick. I thought that it was very interesting that Nike is recognizing what they don't say to you, that at least for just Africa alone, one out of two babies born today and yesterday and for the next 50 years are going to be born in Africa. Mm. That's not counting well, blacks. In America. That's not counting blacks in America and blacks in Haiti and blacks in Mexico. The black people are probably having six out of 10 babies born in the world. Everywhere. Mm. Mm. We're, we're headed. I mean, there's going to be a collision between the future of black people and coons. And I was saying to you, the importance of these shows that you have. If I remember mm-hmm. maybe, well, 14 years ago, when I began talking to people about the Star Spangled Banner and how mm-hmm. it was racist, 
and most people had never heard that. And I would do broadcasts and talks and whatever. And eventually somebody must have heard me because Colin Kaepernick and doing that stuff. Uh, you can Google my name and Star Spangled Banner and you'll find I have stuff from 2011 before these people on their knees. That independent media, what you do does make people hear it, it plays, a word gets around. And mm-hmm. so you can go look it up. It's either 2012, 2011. I would recite the Star Spangled Banner on international television and explain what, what it meant. I would do it in my classrooms and other places and people, somebody saw it because millions of people saw it and millions of people shared it. You get where I'm coming from? Everything that we do in resistance makes a difference. The problem is too few of us are resisting. And last but not least, because I don't want to wear this out, I just talked to the national president, uh, no, I'm sorry, yeah, the the president of the National Congress of Black Women uh, about uh, the no good Dr. Harry L. Williams, he's the allegedly uh, sex sex harassment king and disgraced former president of Delaware State University, who's now the president of the Thurgood Marshall College Fund, who wants to destroy all the historically black colleges and universities. And he's well on his way to achieving that if we don't push back. His name is Harry L. Williams. We need to do another program. We need to look at this and realize that this dude mm-hmm. who's been busted for stealing money from Delaware State University for his own expense and the students lost their scholarship money while he did home improvements. That this person's in charge of a fund for our, our people and in reality he has confessed in a current case that you can find in the 3rd Federal District of Delaware. All you have to do is put in his name or you can put in Dr. Jahi Issa and you will find that this man is being sued for destroying over 3,000 books about black people. And he's even admitted that he did what he could to get rid of the black faculty and black students and make the school as white as possible. Wow. Black uh, this is a black dude, right? A black of course. Dude. He, he looks like a, a, a bunny rabbit on K2 with no ears. And okay. yeah, he has big buck teeth. I and mean, he's an unattractive dude from North Carolina. I could see why he's harassing the young girls at the school. And um, he has a partner. They've been trained by this guy named Erskine Bowles, who was um, Clinton's education uh, director. And they've they've developed a group of black men out of the state of North Carolina to go and destroy the black colleges all over the country under the name of making them better. And uh, it's really uh, amazing that they're, 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 they're likely to be able to take down the black schools. And they have the collusion of Negroes that have been paid off, including the folks who are sexually compromised, like the President Howard uh, Frederick, who must be in the pocket of the gay sex ring that runs the administrative building of Howard University. How else could all that money be given to just a handful of honey boys of the schooling, important black men? And the administration of Howard University. Mm. We need to talk like this because this is what's really happening. And that's why I use the term sexuality coon. Uh, I always mm. say to people that if, uh, if James Baldwin could tell the truth about racism with a white penis in his rectum, 
Why can't the gays and lesbians of today stand up and be black people? White homosexuals are loyal to white people. Asian homosexuals are loyal to Asian people. Why do our homosexuals have to be gays? And if they connect as to why you're a traitor, then that's why we should be against them as much as there's an issue with the sex in and of itself. But if that makes you betray us, we need to get rid of it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Hey, but Dr. Ray, sure, I think their excuse is because some of the black community still won't accept them. That's why they, I think, disconnect from the black community. Some of them that um, you can't disconnect when you're in bed with someone. They're very connected. Um, they're connected okay. sexually, not politically, philosophically, and that's the problem. Oh, no, I mean, look. When those folks get rejected by their white lovers, they come home. When they get AIDS and they're going to die, they don't die in white hospitals. They die in black ones. Oh, shit. Let's talk straight. Let's stop pretending. I never said that they weren't black. I didn't say that they're not our cousins. That's not, I'm not saying that they aren't ours, but they're not acting like they're ours. Mm-hmm. And I got in trouble right. with Green party people. I says, if you put your sex ahead of your people, you're a traitor. Do you have something to say to me? Okay, so um, do you have something to say to me? Hmm? No, no. Okay. No, no, I'm not talking about you. I've been talking to animals here. Um, so um. <laughs> they do communicate um. when it's on their mind. Anyway, they're oh, trying yeah. to get them on the phone. So, um, what I'm going to say to you is that we, we should demand that these people be available and accountable to their people. That's everybody. That includes the black men that just have to be laid up with a Becky or the black women that need to be laid up with Mark Berman or with George Zimmerman. Remember when the black woman went and shook George Zimmerman's hand after he was... Sometimes I wish I'd be a black woman so I could put my hands on some of these female coons. And by the way, we need <laughs> black women to start going after sisters that are coons. Yeah. Having, 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 having two X's on your chromosome does not make you a freedom fighter in and of itself. And all those sorry brothers out there that like lying to sisters because lying is the path to getting sex outside of marriage. Black hmm. men are going to have to have some courage and some character. Don't you want a righteous sister that loves her people and loves you versus some sleazy who's legal for everybody, including the cop around the corner planning to take your life? Idiot. Mm-hmm. So, That's right. Oh, wow. By the way, right. wow. thank you, thank you. Well, Farrakhan well, thank you, too. Pray for Farrakhan. I'm gonna let y'all go. Mm-hmm. Okay, Doctor Show, we, we we appreciate okay. you coming to hang out with us tonight and and bringing forth all this 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 information, um, a lot of insight, um, so a lot, a lot of profound profound statements, man. It's it's uh you know you're you're certainly a, a wealth of information and a and a valuable asset to you know, to the to the black community. But it's it's all about those who have those who have an ear to hear and actually listening and taking the information and, and processing it and 
and you know applying it. So again, just on behalf of the Great Little Raiders Radio Show, we we, uh, we give you a wholehearted thanks. Thank you. Um, yes, thank you. Yeah, yes, yes. All right, Dr. Range, can you give the plugs one more time? Just for people that listen in to contact um you okay. know, initiatives. There are, there are all kinds of ways. Let me see. I should go and get that. Give me one moment so I can get that information to you. Okay. So you can have that because we are going to do that conference thing. And we're going to be doing our Black Nationalist Fellowship. So I'm going to give you the conference call numbers and times. Uh, you can put down it's tomorrow at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hold on one second. My computer is not working with me. Work with me, Mr. Computer. Mm-hmm. Hold on one second. It should open. Um, and let me pull mm-hmm. this down. Hold on one second. What I need people to do, if they're interested, on Saturdays, we're planning to do from 12 to 1.30, a combination of a religious devotion as well as a black nationalist pep talk. The number is 563-999-2090. Again, 563-999-2090. The access code is seven. Nine zero one eight six. The pin number five no. Access code seven nine zero one eight six. Tomorrow we'll be talking with Sister Sakete Israel, who knows how one can access uh, monies mm. as we put together a team for people to be able to do service for youth and others as we need. Uh, that will be from seven. To about 8.15 tomorrow. On Saturday, we're going to have our first, it may only be a handful of people, but if you're tired of coon religious experiences <laughs> and you halfway have like a church orientation, we're going to be folks who are black nationalists that need to gather to try to support one another. Um, we have mm-hmm. two goals. Establish a free African American society as well as looking at having a spiritual entity. The society would deal with all aspects of life, holistic liberation. We need salvation and liberation, physical, spiritual, economic, and and so forth. So we're putting this together. If you think along these lines, we can come together, especially if you love our people. And if you can't stand coons, which we are going to call the sin. I'm going to have a little book. Cooning will be a sin against God. Okay. <laughs> we're going to put the thing together. Uh, for me, if you want to reach me, I'm wrandyshort at gmail.com or wrandyshort at yahoo if you can't get through that. I'm Randy Short in Facebook. I am Dr. Randy Short 1965 and Patreon. I am. Uh, Randy Short, 1965, and Instagram. Uh, I, I do WhatsApp. I do all of that. But So you can catch me through Facebook. You can catch me through Emo. I'm all over the place as well. I'm Dr. W. Randy Short and LinkedIn. There's no reason that we can't communicate. Uh, if 
in particular, I'm looking for people. I'm going to put together a conference call for people who want to fight HBCUs. Uh, I'll okay. get that information out to you, Brother Shannon. And that's going to probably be probably on Sunday. If you know anybody in Washington, D.C., uh, have them get in touch with me because on the 28th of this month, they're showing a film, One Vote on Voting. Uh, that is one of our first many fundraisers for the project. We're doing this with the One Vote Project, which is supported by Warren Buffett. They can contact me. Um, the tickets are free if you're in Washington on the 28th of June uh, between 2 and 4 o'clock in the museum. Um, I'm asking for a donation, no more than 10. If someone wants to give like a buck, we're simply using that for our social media stuff. As we build up, we're not greedy, but you can't do these things like your blog stuff you have to pay every month. Um, mm. So that's uh, if folks absolutely have a burning thing or they have new stuff or if they want me to go live on something, because I go live on Facebook quite a bit, if somebody is mm. doing right. something, if you want me to expose or tell somebody off, send me information, I would jog them. And I don't know, a few hundred to a few thousand people listen. There will be more things. There's a website that we have called Fighting Black. I need to start populating that. So you're going to begin to see more step up. And so let's help each other. And thank again, Brother Shan, for inviting me in. And um, mm-hmm. brothers and sisters, I want to say this. Y'all won't like it. Thank Donald Trump for making Negroes mad. Something had to wake us up. <laughs> I wish love would do it. I wish kissing and, and praising our people, calling them kings and queens, would make them fight. But it took this, basically, this leprechaun, orangutan, crazy man, uh, who had, probably has a little boy penis because all the women that slept with him are mad. That's probably because they were cheated. And they, <laughs> and they grabbed him, and then he didn't have anything once he grabbed it. But this man has made everybody, the whole world, mad. And so um, I'm glad that he's shaking things up. I'm glad that people are mad. And I'm even glad folks aren't screaming. Because, in fact, do I sound like I'm a Republican? You know, I believe in such tax cuts for the rich and cut the poor. Do I sound like that to you? I hope not. No, Um, no, I don't get that. when, When you're a nationalist, you love your people. You'll do almost anything. It's sort of like the person that throws a person in the swimming pool to make them swim because they're scared of water. Right. If you could talk them to get into the water, you'd do that. But if you had to throw them to get them in to make them do it, you'd do that too. We're in an mm-hmm. age where you have to be pragmatic because coons are so entrenched. Anyway, it's late. Uh, I hope, I hope I said something that's made people think. Uh, when you yeah. get a black person, you've done something very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oh. Okay, Dr. Well, Short, thank you so much right, for joining okay. us. All right, no problem. Right. Peace. All right. Bye. Good night, everybody. That has been this this uh, episode of the Great Liberators uh, Radio Show. We'll catch y'all next time. Good night. Good night. Good night, y'all. Thank you for listening to The Great Liberator, hosts Amiri Brown and Kenya White. Until next time.